In a dark alleyway in Midtown, a sorcerer crouches over his victim. The poor soul at his feet has been partially absorbed into the stones of the alley, with a final look of horror etched on his face. The sorcerer reaches down and picks up his victim's cloak and throws it over his own shoulders. He snatches up a few silver coins that had fallen to the ground, knowing he might need them to get out of this new city. Overhead, a man cries out from his bedroom window, Help! They're all over me! A gentle purple smoke rises out of the window. The sorcerer ignores the cries and stumbles out of the alley, still weak on his feet. He shields his eyes from the bright lamps out on the street as a few townsfolk walk by. A woman on the other side of the road suddenly bursts into flame. As fire engulfs her, she cries out in a panic, but not in pain. She throws off her robe, but the fire seems to be emanating from her own body. A young man grabs a bucket and races to a well. The woman continues to scream with a faint purple smoke rising from her. The sorcerer walks on. Down another street, the cloaked man searches for something, anything that looks familiar, anything to show where he is. An old worker walks past, nods, but then drops to his knees, coughing. He struggles to vomit until he heaves violently. Sonic energy erupts from his mouth, continually spewing waves of sound. Nearby brickwork begins to crumble. The old worker turns his head in agony with his mouth wide open. The cone of sound smashes into a wagon, splintering it almost instantly. The ripples of sound leave little contrails of purple smoke that rise into the air. The sorcerer walks on. He is followed by more cries, and chaos has returned to the city of Tullus. You are on board the Nettle. Rill, Puck, and Avius are down in the hold of the Nettle. Rolace is there. Puck has just landed. It's nighttime. He just landed from eagle form. And uh, Puck, you walk down these stairs and shake your head no uh, to the captain. She says to the crew who's kind of just all sitting there with the ship at anchor, well, it looks like that fire wasn't your elven friend. We can't stay here any longer. Need to start heading back to the city or to a new destination, but I don't want to stay anywhere near where these orc warships were at. So let's weigh anchor. And the crew start getting ready. 362. Excuse me? I was, well, you wanted to weigh the anchor. 360, that's my guess. She shakes her head and the crew gets to work at uh, getting the boat underway at night. Probably has his own unit of measurement. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 362 Katorums. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After some time, the crew is back in the hold. You guys are a little glum that you can't find Elmon. He's not with you. You hope everything's all right. But the old salty sea hand Anthe is there, and he's got some drink held out to the rest of the crew. They've all gathered, and they've kind of gathered around the three of you, Puck, Rill, and Avius. And Anthe says... We had warships coming on us, barreling down with crazy cannons and magic. I'm adding a little instrumentation to his <laughs> to add to, to it. His thing. And would you believe we put this ship as fast as she could go, but it wasn't enough. And we were all brave souls, ready to fight and die to the last man. They're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, who should rise up? But our hero, who saved the day to destroy the boats. 
Avius Gatarum flinging his fire until he brought down a giant fire meteor that destroyed the first ship. But was he done? I say no, because there was a second boat and he did it again. Yay! A few notes go sour as this. They are all cheering. Hold on, hold on, Anthony. Anthony. They get quiet. I I need to, um, Anthony, young man, um. He looks confused. He's missing uh, many teeth. We have an opening in our group. If <laughs> <laughs> if you are interested, there's, there's Bowman and Bowman. <laughs> Two different. He says, "Oh, I'm I'm a contracted to the captain for several more months." What, but what I did can... you contract? <clears throat> no, I've signed with the captain, my mark. But I will come immediately to you the moment that's up. And we'll we'll forge a new alliance. Very good. Very good. I, like I know the word alliance. Time. You should consider being a bard. I like the way you tell a story. And I heard you uh speaking of bard, I heard you, Bard, you were you were working on a little song and you were singing a song about the battle uh earlier this this evening. Oh yes. Tell us tell us all about the song. Sing the song for us. Would you come gather around, lads? Oh, yes. The bard will tell us the song of the orc warships and how the nettle defeated it. <laughs> it all goes quiet. <laughs> Uh, no the, the the tune <laughs> the tune goes more to the uh, the uh, the Tolkien story of it where he's going, ah, <laughs> <laughs> the wizard and his mighty finger and <laughs> go on like that and it's bit. still all about Avius it's it's still all about is there Avius. like l- like little undertones of jabs thrown into the wizard story. Like, if you listen carefully. And if you weren't looking, back. you'd see the story. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. We move on. <laughs> Anthony says, well, let's celebrate with some more drinks, and I think we should all sit down and have a game we like to call Dicey Knifey. Knifey Dicey. Who, oh, you know that one? Who <laughs> like the to stakes. play? It's going to be Halberd Dicey. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in. And they break out some dice. They're going to play high stakes for them at one gold. <laughs> I don't even have that. Uh, real real goes to rest. I might be in on this guy. I... Suddenly, You're gonna play this time. I suddenly had some debts that were wiped out, so I. <laughs> <laughs> Elmont's cringing in his grave somewhere. I think I am feeling lucky. There's an ease with Avius has just walked past you, Elmont. Uh huh. Now you know what will happen. All right, you guys break out some dice and some knives for a fast-moving ship version of Dicey Knifey. Dice are tossed, knives are slammed around fingers and hands. We're doing one gold each? One gold each. There are a total of three sailors playing. Rill, are you in on this? Oh, no. Rill has gone to bed. Okay. And... Stay on the side of blood. (laughs) So, Puck and Avis, you guys can play. You're going to roll a d20. You can add your um, sleight of hand modifier. And I think we also did insight was also an option, but before you roll, hmm. you can roll it with advantage. But if you uh, fail and you don't win the whole game, you will be dis- you will be uh, disadvantaged on dexterity saving throws for the next three days. <laughs> sure, I'm doing it. <laughs> I don't use dexterity. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm, uh, hold on, let me decide. This, I feel like you're... <laughs> let me decide. <laughs> Gonna regret this. <laughs> All right, on fine. One. Advantage. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. All right. Go for it. 19. 25. Oh, wait. Plus my dex. Uh, I mean, sleight of hand of or hand. insight? Sorry, 20, uh, 21. Uh, the highest I got is a 23. 25. So, Puck! Yeah! After about an hour of intense, dicey, knifey, several people give up because of bad, bad luck. You guys are probably playing for silver or copper, but it comes to a gold total. Several leave because they just can't afford it anymore. And then Avius just gives up in frustration with a bloody Olgrim-like stump on his, even. on his hand. You don't got plus seven on insight, buddy. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> and Puck, you come away with one, two, three, four extra gold hey. on top of it. All right, so my dex is down for three days. Um, yeah. And again, they they think you guys are awesome. Good job! And uh, they also, Anthony's like, we'll buy you the first round of drinks when we get back to port. Uh, speaking of, when is that? In about a day and a half. Can you, uh, can you make it three? Just <laughs> <laughs> slow it down. Uh, Puck's gonna grab, like, a, a mug of whatever grog that we're all drinking and, uh, climb up to the crow's nest. Uh, okay. Yeah. You're up into the crow's nest in eagle form in the crow's nest? Nope. Okay. Just He's Puck crow form. form. Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Just, right. uh, keeping an eye on the shoreline, keeping an eye on... Watching everything. for your friend. Do you, uh, adorably fall asleep there at night? Yeah, probably. All right, okay. It's, uh, it's calming up there. Okay. Nice. It is... about... just before noon the next day. And, Elmon, you are hidden behind some low trees. You are not far from the city of Tullus, and in front of you are dozens of tarps and tents that have been broken down and haphazardly put aside from an orc camp that is no longer in use. You can see it's uh, clearly held maybe two dozen orcs at some point. And you've been keeping an eye on it, seeing what's going on. It was between you and your destination, so mm -hmm. you've been scouting it out. You're not too far away from it. And you've only seen for the past three hours two orcs there um, that don't look to be the most cream of the crop. They have no armor. They have little crude axes on them. And they're fighting and bickering with each other and trying to move crates and barrels to this side. And they just seem like they're fussing and not happy at all. And there's also this big tent, uh, the biggest so far, that's got, uh, holding a mark here. Um, it's painted red. It's got crude orc skulls uh, drawn on the sides, and that's their thing that they're now trying, the last big tent trying to take down. Okay. Uh, and I've, like, done a good reconnoiter of the entire camp, but I'm reasonably certain there's only the two orcs. Yep, you've been here for three and a half hours. Okay. Um, I will wait until they're far enough apart that they can't hear each other, um, the muffled... Uh, thump of one of them falling to the ground. Okay. And, um... Having to building a challenge. Wait, what? You set yourself a challenge. Get them both. Try to get it so that both of them fall the exact same time. <laughs> and... <laughs> Achievement um, unlocked. I will sneak close. Okay. Dagger How close? in hand. Ooh. 
and attempt to um, assassinate uh, one of the uh, orcs via uh, come up, grab him by his uh, mouth and Alright, and you don't speak orcish, correct? That's correct. Alright. only with the finer philosophies of cons. I hope no one kills me today. My family's visiting. I'm two weeks out, out, man. I'm short. (laughs) I'm out of here. Stupid orcs. I don't want to be a part of this campaign anymore. Uh, yeah. You start creeping up, and you may make a stealth roll with total advantage. Have I regained my hit points at this point? You have regained uh, half your hit points and half your hit die. If you, did you, yeah, you had all your hit dice, so yeah, you get okay. it back. Okay. I mean, I had 50 hit points, so... You're good. No, actually, yeah. I had 50 damage, so yeah. Just say you're good. Okay, great. That'll speed it up. Uh, stealth with, with, with advantage? Please. Natural 20. <laughs> the other one was a 19. <laughs> wow. Plus seven, so... So you're just, you're following this orc in every footstep right behind him for a long time. He's messing around with a big pile of smaller tents and yurts that have been stacked on top of each other with their poles and their um, leather stuff. The other one's inside the last remaining larger tent, and you're up to this guy who's outside. You sneak up right behind him, and uh, let me just do a quick check on how many hit points this guy has. Yeah, you killed him. Um, okay. You get it behind him with your 20 stealth. You uh, you said you slit his throat. Yes. He dies with a gurgling noise, a little louder than you'd like, but you get him to die right behind this big, yep. almost like busload of pile of tent stuff. And so it's really big. And then you wait and you don't hear any noise from the tent. As he's dropping, I'm actually drawing my bow, knocking an arrow and um, moving forward towards the second orc. Okay. You're moving towards him. He is inside the tent. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So you're outside the tent flap. Um, this suddenly seems like a trap. Hmm. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> Do it. <laughs> I will stealthily, uh, with my arrow knock, just kind of like move the tent flap ever so slightly so I can look in. All right. <laughs> like you put on your splinter cell. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. All right. You part the flap. You see there is an orc there who's piling a bunch of bedding skins and just grumbling. <laughs> kicks them and kicks them again and curses management. Um, nothing else? Nothing else. His, his uh, back is to you. Uh, okay, I will. His step. innocent back is right to you. What are we gonna do? Um, well, having flashbacks of elderly kobolds, I'm gonna step in and. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And um, bloodthirst level of the group. Yeah. yeah. Will uh, put an arrow or two in its back until it's dead. Okay. <laughs> 15 arrows later <laughs> and six flies. Uh, no. You are able to shoot him one shot and he drops oh, and falls into the stinky pelts. So if you had any dreams of using those as your bedding anytime soon, he has oh, spoiled shucks. those. Sorry. You have now cleared out your first ever orc camp. <laughs> Good job. You're welcome. Uh, I will take a real quick look around, see if there's any intel. Um, 
you know, that I can discern or anything yeah, of value. Sure. You see a co- two things of value. You see uh, 29 gold coins. And a flash drive. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> and you also see a noxious drink. You've heard orcs like to do kind of like some special liquor that a chief might use. Um, you certainly don't want to drink it. Everyone else outside of an orc, the advantage if you wanted to keep this little vial uh, is it will make anyone consumes it vomit. Okay. So Even goblins? A vomit drink? Maybe you get a roll. Potion of vomit. <laughs> okay. As magical as you think. And you also see a partially burned piece of paper. Uh, I will take that. All is right. it? Is it written in a language that I understand? Uh, do you know the it? common language? I do. Yes, it is written in common, uh, written in a civilized hand, so someone actually knows how to write, wrote it, but using very simplistic words. Mm-hmm. And it's like for an orc. Yeah, and it's got four sentences, and they read as follows: Corley, call guards with fire, West City. Corley, call guards with fire, West City. Next sentence. Orc move boom under street. Orc Orc move boom? Boom, B-O-O-M, under street. Orc move boom under street. Third line. Orc boom irid home. Orc boom irid home. How is irid spelled? I-R-I-D. As in, like, probably Aridrithel? Uh, it, those start with the same four letters, correct. And then it finishes with Orc Happy. Corley, call guards with Fire West City. Orc move boom under street. Orc boom irid home. Orc Happy. Yeah. Um, I will collect that scrap of paper and um, continue my trek towards Tolus. It is the evening before the nettle will arrive back in the city. It's relatively calm, relatively quiet, not a lot of winds. The boat's um, barely getting along. Everyone's pretty much asleep except for the few sailor or two who's on duty. Puck, are you up in the uh, crow's nest again? Mm -hmm. Puck, you can make a perception roll. A natural Mm -hmm. 20? Wow. Getting those in there early. <laughs> Let's stick with them all night. You s- hear uh, ahead of you and <clears throat> just slightly to the right of the ship a splash. You snap your head in that direction. You look down. You see there's a sailor who's kind of s- rising up from just chilling on the deck. This is, again, late at night, kind of a bright moon. And he's just kind of walking out there, and he's not sure what he heard or if he saw anything. <clears throat> Um, and you look, you got a natural 20? Yeah. You can see there is someone in the water, a naked individual that your boat is coming. Naked? Uh, well. It's not me. Um, not yet. <laughs> how, how close is the boat? It w- it's 200 feet away right now off the bow. And we're going towards it. You're going right towards it. I'm going to call down to, uh, uh, the 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 crew member that's awake and wandering and hey st- hey buddy he looks up what there's somebody in the water he, off the starboard bow he looks over and he looks 
He closes one eye, closes the other eye, opens the other eye. Yeah, man, man overboard! Man overboard! And he starts grabbing a line. And I'm gonna climb, climb down. I'm gonna guess you are just, I'm gonna give you like a bonus to all boat rigging climbing. I can just imagine Puck being very yeah. spider-like on the rigging for mm -hmm. some reason. You get down very, very easily. Uh, and you do it like uh, chipmunk style. You go down head first. <laughs> you, just, you just go down real fast. You are down on the deck. He's got a line and he whips it out. And uh, the the person in the water is not responding at all. It's slapping next to him. He pulls it back. You're getting close. The bow's getting closer and closer. He throws it again, lands on top of this person. Shit. Um, they're going to be maybe 10 feet away from the boat, and they're coming up to the off, off the side, and they're coming up to the bow now. The guy looks at you. Uh, this is not what Puck wants. You wanna, hey, you want to go in after that guy? I'll hold the rope for you. He looks at you, and he nods his head and walks right up to you and starts tying the rope around your little waist. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Anthony comes up in his skivvies. What's going on? Anthony, come over here. There's somebody in the water. They're not responding. And the guy says, yeah, you. And he chucks you into the water. <laughs> He's kind of a big guy. And Puck, you go uh, hurtling a little bit and splat. Uh, nope. Before I splash, You're falling. as he throws me, yes. um, I'm going to... For the first time, yeah. For the first time, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna uh, flash into a, a a giant octopus. <laughs> what? Nice. Yeah, I don't. Puck doesn't. Not, Puck's not gonna go into the water if he doesn't have oh, to. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot. Yeah. No, you didn't. I totally did. I yeah, totally no, did. Is not one for the water. All right. Well, I was just about to say that you land on top of a little one-person fleshy island that you just splat right on top, mm -hmm. but instead it's this octopus. Wow. everywhere. It lands first, and then there's a it's nervous... Like a, he's a giant <laughs> octopus, so he's going to have at least one tentacle, like... Still on. on the oh, that's awesome. And then just, like, as I get into the water, I'm going to, like couple more like wrapping up in the body and then just like make my way back oh, up onto the grappling deck. hook puck yeah all right pulling the nettle over as you yeah. crawl back into it <laughs> maybe wait till he gets cracking form oh, oh yeah not being that helpful am i all right you wrap seven arms around this guy and pull the two of you in with the eighth arm that's wrapped around the boat that is mm -hmm. so awesome and then you hear anthony going no no put that down and he's pushing the guy away with this cleaver trying to attack this weird crazy but i'm hungry magical calamari <laughs> and anthony's no no that's these 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 magic and you arrive on top rolling and now you're this you're this and then I go back, and as soon as I'm safely back on the deck, I go back into puck form. Okay, so I'm imagining you this little net of octopus wrapped around the guy. You didn't trans- get, him, get the person back on the deck, get, you know, all the arms away, and then- Then you back. release. All right. You do so. And the guy says, How, how'd you do that? You, an old trick my mother taught me. <laughs> I- I think he's, he's cursed. Anthony says, well, that's far for the course here. <laughs> yeah, we, we helped, we helped save you guys. 
cursed? That's not nice. Let's take a look and see what we can do. Let's get the get this uh, man down below. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, see take see see who it is, and if I can do any healing, I will. All right. Uh, you haven't seen this person before, and you can definitely apply uh some healing. Yeah, I'll do it. You don't uh, think it'll take much? Maybe one or two dice. I'll do just level two cure wounds. Okay. Sure. Uh, here, 12. Okay. Uh, you think you've done a good job with that, and you hear some coughing as the guy is brought down through the door to the, um, uh, to the sleeping area down below. Rill, you have stirred, and you've gotten out of your little hammock. Uh, Avius oh, I have is, a hammock. Yeah, like Avius that. is snoring uh, next to you, still swinging in his with, like, legs draped inappropriately outside the hammock. His banana hammock. <laughs> and, but, Rill, you've, uh, You've heard some sort of commotion. You're not sure what's going on. You're rubbing sleep out of your eyes. And then you see Anthe and this big uh, crew member drag down a naked man with a puck right behind. And there's a lot of dripping water. I shoot a quick glance to make sure Avius is, in fact, in the hammock. He is. <laughs> <laughs> what's this? Who is this? And the guy... <coughs> they were, he, was, I, he was off the, off the shore. Me and a couple, and uh, me and a couple of the deckhands got him back back into the ship. I trample over and press to digitate some flame to get a better look at who this is. Okay, I uh, turn it into like this operating theater. <laughs> get the light over my head, kind right. of thing, and checking this individual out. Make a medicine roll. Uh, checking out in identifying who it is. Not like oh, oh I know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna bother with medicine. All right, you take a look. You do not know who this man is. Probably in his mid-30s, has a thinnish beard, slightly thicker mustache, completely naked. So man, human? Yep. Uh, tattoos, marking? No tattoos, and is being propped up against uh, some crate stuff and some blankets tossed over him uh, to try and warm him up. How did he get here? Is he just floundering in the water? He, 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 he made him happen. The guy says, pointing at Puck. How did he get here? Um, I, I, I was up in the crow's nest looking, looking for the elf, and uh, saw him, close to the shore. You may have found the luckiest man alive. M- Luckier than me, and that's saying something. M- maybe who is who? Find out who he is. Why was he in the water? His eyes start to open a little. Starts to try and look around. Still coughing. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm Puck. This is real. He seems startled. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you, buddy? And he looks confused around at the crew members. Looks at you, Puck. Looks at the uh, hanging old man asleep in the uh, hammock. It might be the last thing that he wants, but I do offer him, a real offers him some water. Oh, nice. He takes it and has a drink, and he uh, doesn't lose focus on you, Puck, and uh, Elmon is still oblivious. I, I yes, voted against you! He keeps looking back as though he kind of recognizes the two of you, Puck and Avius. We have dreamt of you. Trying to close the seals of the vaults. Hey, Avius, you start to stir. And we cannot have that. 
uh, draw my sword. Who? Who are you? We will not stop coming for you. For who are you? I take the glass of water back. <laughs> As the seven will come, I immediately put the sword into his throat. All right. He finishes with, and the seven will fall, and you see him start to enunciate the letter D, and a sword is put through his throat. Avius, you stumble out of bed and see Puck just killing some guy who's gurgling at the end of his blade. Naked man. Rill announces loudly, now back to work. <laughs> I said don't interrupt us while I'm sleeping. Knifey Dicey is not for the faint of heart. Advanced. This is Necky Dicey. Necky Dicey. For once, Avius is speechless. <laughs> Just go back to sleep, old man. Too much adventure. <laughs> Anthony, get this. We need to throw this guy off overboard. He's a bad person. We've ran into these people before. He's a cultist and was about to bring doom upon this ship. Make a persuasion roll. I'm convinced I wasn't even there. Uh, six. Captain, release! We have a problem! And he points to the brutish crew member. Uh, no one, no one leaves. And he storms up to go. Upon hearing he's a cultist, uh, Avius wants to go and kind of take a look over on him. Okay. Uh, Check for number of digits remaining on the body, scars. Uh, You see no missing digits? You straight for the penis, don't you? You just, Elmon, you're not even here. <laughs> you do see some scarring. Judge Avius. Uh, that's been done around the armpit area, kind of to keep it hidden on the torso, but where the arm would cover it re- uh, if it were at normal. Position. I knew I should have looked there. All right. Um, uh, pop- and, and on both sides. On definitely, both sides. Definitely not an accidental. Y- yes, wizard. Uh, do you uh, do you have a dagger or a small knife, something? I hand a dagger to him. And I. He's dead already. Make incisions. Okay. Where mm. these scars were. All right. Real kind of turns away and kind yeah. of grimaces. What, what are you need, doing? What gets closer? <laughs> what is happening? She's licking the wounds. I need you to make a medicine roll, please. That's uh, 12. 12. What are you trying to do, wizard? Well, he has he has two bilateral scars here underneath his armpits. It's quite... Trying to quite... cut the scars out, or are you trying well, to see what's in there? Well, yes. Uh, he might be a uh, just merely a puppet uh, with something inside him. Uh, could be quite interesting. You say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can only bail you out of jail so many times. <laughs> if we're going to cut into him, we might want to take him up top first. If something bad happens, a fillet it's knife not going to be hand. good. To no one leaves. Where are we going to go on a boat? He puts out a big, thick, <clears throat> sun-darkened hand, and he doesn't seem very confident. <laughs> Real will step forward and draw his rapier against him. Against the crew against member. Against the crew member. Stand aside. We're disposing of this now. Make an intimidation roll. How intimidating is this three foot tall bard? <laughs> we'll find out. That's a funny hat. 
A nine. <laughs> he tussles your hair a little bit and slaps your rapier away. I give the the doughboy chuckle. Put my sword away. He touches and your rapier just bends. It's a little Hollywood thing that goes inside. Damn it! They always do that. Maybe it's cast gust. Cast gust. Oh, all right. Just stretches out his hand. Like he's still kind of knelt over this dead form, and he just kind of looks back and. Pushes his hand towards the guy and the guy. The crew member. Back. Yeah. All right. Easy. He flies back, hits the door and the few steps that lead up to it, and then crashes down and seems dazed for a few moments. Let's go. You uh, start lifting the bunny. Yeah. All right. With there's two handles. You can easily grab them. <laughs> <laughs> I avoid the handles at all cost. I'm, I'm <coughs> grabbed by the uh, the wrists and give the weird tug and. All uh, right. Someone helping me. Yeah. A little reels pulling. <laughs> Uh, Rill is trying to pull him up the three steps and having a lot of trouble. Who else? Oh, I know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so two three, little, two little yeah. heroes. Avius grabs him by the middle handle. Because I don't know what your strength's at, but we might be a plus I, two altogether. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even think that's possible. Look at one. Avius oh, no, negative one. So <laughs> no. the three of you together are negative yeah. one. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes an awkward, awkwardly long time. He's up four steps, falls every step. Yeah. You hear the thump of the dead person's head <laughs> yeah. just hitting the step. There's below. tons of blood pouring out of the neck wound, out of the now chest side wounds. It's become slippery for you, Avius, in the middle. Yeah, you had, to take, you had to take your robe off to not get anything on it, so you're now mostly naked trying to carry this guy, and you're covered in blood. Avius is trying to determine if he's in a fantasy or a nightmare. <laughs> He can't tell. Rill, you're finally able to get him out the door without... Now it's becoming slick on the steps. Uh. You're able to get him out the door, and you're out... All three of your huddle trying to decide what, what railing or what side or what to do. And then you hear from above in the foxhole, Captain Rolace, What the hell is going on? Oh, uh, nothing, Captain. This is fine. Go back to sleep. She leaps over the railing. We have it under control. Lands next to you, draws her rapier, but doesn't point it at He's anyone. He's dead already. Cap- Captain, uh, <laughs> I, f- Not what I found this man on, he was, <laughs> he was floating in the water unconscious, and we brought him aboard, which, uh, was a mistake. He turned out to be, um, part of this, uh, group of cultists that, uh, we, we've been hunting down. And how do you know that, Mr. Puck? Because we've been hunting them since before we met you. And you just know them by sight? You know this man in the, in particular? He was about to draw a sea monster <laughs> into the, to, to attack the boat. He had a pencil <laughs> and paper. He was ready. Don't All six like colors. drawings. Yeah. Make a persuasion roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a 14? All right. To be fair, she had seen that ship that was raked with the um, the the other ship that yep. they saved. Yep. So, and she puts her sword away. And what exactly, if what you say is true, are your intentions now? Dispose of the body. Wait, we want to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now's when you repeat the opposite person's yeah. thing. <laughs> Cavity search. And real chimes in with eat him. Oh. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, 
uh, Captain, I have reason to believe that... Uh, While he's talking, Rill is struggling to get the body closer <laughs> to the railing. Rill's hiding the second body up back in the door. <laughs> Captain, I have reason to believe that this uh, body may be holding something, hiding something inside it. What? Yep. <laughs> And he bends down and gets back to work that little knife. <laughs> Hold your actions, old man. Three hours later, I thought it was here. <laughs> now I'm missing one piece to put it back together. <laughs> and I've lost my ring. <laughs> uh, what exactly do you think you're doing? This is my boat and you will tell me your intentions. Investigating, dear captain. Inside another man who just died at your own hands. <laughs> Rill leans into Puck. Does normally do this? It's not uh-huh. necrophilia, trust me. <laughs> we just need to stay neutral, see what happens. I mean, you can make a persuasion roll with disadvantage. Rill is Switzerland. Rill is Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a, a five. <laughs> <laughs> she draws her sword again and points it at you, Avius. No one is cutting into this corpse. Captain, what is your reservation? I do not want butchery done on a man on my vessel. Well, why not? Neither, neither do I, really. Yeah, just... I go over to, to uh, Puck goes over to Avius. Hey, w- wizard, let's, let's just get rid of him. This is not a fight we need to start. Rill starts tugging on the body towards the railing. Okay. Uh, very, okay. Uh, I'll put down the knife. <laughs> Where's the uh, Can I still poke and prod and take a look? I take my knife back. She says the only thing that will be done to this man is he will be given last rites of the sea. Okay, I'll do that. And you know those? Uh, of course, I'm a wizard. Very well. Of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I press to digitate a little cross in my hand. And then she looks behind you. What's wrong with you? He pushed me. <laughs> the guy's just rubbing the back of his head, and he slips on his way out. Um, yeah, you, Anthe, and some other crew members help move the corpse to the side of the railing on top of some tarpish cloth thing. They bring out three colored braids, a red one, a blue one, and a copper one and two uh, flower-type flattened flowers that you obviously know the ritual to. And they <laughs> obviously had these on the boat because... Uh, oh, yeah, they got a... They got a it's a, in everyone's bunk, it's just ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and the thank, letter home. <laughs> thank you, my dear friends. Now, if you do not mind, this is a very private occasion. <laughs> Everyone is gathered in a semicircle around... <laughs> And you are still in wearing nothing but a loincloth, half <laughs> slathered in slick blood. It's all part of the <laughs> Rill's excited. I've never seen one of these before. Captain has her sword sheathed in respect. They all put their arm their hands behind their back. Uh, let's and us, they all lower their heads. Let us all lower our heads and close our eyes. They do so. As we pray. R- Rill and doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hook is going to step back. All, right, all the crew members do. Um, And then Abius goes into this dissertation. As he's cutting. Sort of <laughs> made up prayer yeah, as he's like. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that was oh, really Abius's no. plan. As he like. <laughs> 
tries to like get both hands inside the wounds on the, the side slits and like part them open. You're speaking loudly as that uh, fisting mayonnaise sound is happening. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Rill tries title. to play it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, make a medicine roll. Please. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. And the great gods said and he keeps wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> there's blood squirting you in the eye <laughs> no one's looking it's, yet it's holy water keep your eyes shut puck's watching and trying not to puke <laughs> yeah the captain's <laughs> nodding with her eyes closed solemnly in respect that she's showing <laughs> and now uh, a five minute moment of silence please <laughs> there's a sauce <laughs> <laughs> You hear Avius muttering, mm, not there. <laughs> a little deeper. Oh, goodness. Oh, there's the spot. <laughs> I don't have one of those. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, okay. I'm Are you almost cry. done? I can't take anymore. Oh. Uh, all right, uh, and you rolled an 11 medicine? 12. Oh, okay. 11, <laughs> you're right. 11. 11. Uh, it takes a very uncomfortably long time. <laughs> <laughs> Captain is switching legs to stand up. <laughs> it's a very uncomfortably long time. You are not able to <laughs> grab what anything you're looking for, but you do see in the skin in those two sections some strange blue uh, material that's there. It seems... <laughs> like it was almost painted bone, but it's of a different shape than you know in a different spot. It's like an additional uh, uh, perpendicular rib along that edge on both sides, and you can just barely see it, and the flesh is just not open. You can just barely see it. It's almost shiny once you wipe the blood off of it. And it's this small bonish like extrusion, but it's not because it is perfectly smooth. Can I grab a hold of it? You have tried. Um, nothing's come of it. And a lot of time's gone by. Finally, you can't delay anymore, and you wrap up the ceremony with the final line of what? And everyone said, so be it until the end of days, until time is no more, and until hunger is vanished. <laughs> Fairly well. Godspeed. Amen. And goodbye. And goodbye, they all say. They open their eyes and there's this corpse poorly wrapped in a tart with cords and braids just at strange angles and flowers jitting out of strange spots. And Anthony says, And everyone's in a pool of blood. <laughs> Anthony's like, I, I don't know this particular decoration, but let's get him over the side. Uh, uh, yes, uh, if you do not mind, I 
I feel extremely close to this gentleman after performing these rites. You, by the way, look like eight times worse in blood. Than you There's now chunks of things dripping off your shoulders. Right up to his fucking bicep. Yeah. I, I keeps, was... keeps doing the, this. Yeah. You're touching <laughs> your chin accidentally. <laughs> Brushing his chin. I got some of my eye. There's just blood all over it. Is there a hep C <laughs> Can I invent that real fast? <laughs> I would like just one more moment alone as as the performer of the last rites. Uh, and I, I will take care of it. Thank you, Anthony. The captain uh, overrides that. Toss him overboard. And Anthony and the crew, um, he Anthony walks over and pats you on the shoulder. We've got it from here. You're all right. He's very reassuring. Hugs on to the body. <laughs> All right, they start pulling the body away from you, and the five crew members are able to do so unless you want to hold on and get tossed over into the ocean. Avius will. All what? right. So, Puck and Rill, you see he's mad. going nuts. Uh, uh, no, you can't. It's I found something. Stop. Leave it. I've, he had a blue uh, rib inside. We'll come across more of them. Uh, and they toss that man. No others have had these scars. Can I focus my sleep spell? Uh, no. It goes to the weakest. Whoever has the lowest hit points Damn. is effective mm-hmm. first. I doubt it's me. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was aiming for you. <laughs> <clears throat> so the body is now halfway draped on its back on the railing with uh, Avius on top of it as though it's I've, a long-lost brother. Yeah, I've, uh, Rill comes over, come away from their wizard and tries to pull him he off might, the He might, he, he needs a bath. Avius <laughs> uh, uh, just determined to figure out what that was. The big guy grabs onto you, Avius, and... Uh, you Am I the a, big guy? Uh, oh, strength no. roll. <laughs> Never is <laughs> With all his might, Davius rolled a 13. 18. You are torn free. You clung honorably for quite some time. No! He finally pulls you off. He's really attacked. Yeah, didn't they just kill this guy? <laughs> he pulls you off. You have your arms outstretched, and finally, splash, the body is back in the water. Not 10 minutes since it was pulled out. Never an enemy to Avius, always a brother. <laughs> I'm going to write the song about that. <laughs> You can add it to the the one that you wrote about me earlier. It will go in my chronicles. <laughs> the crew, uh, the body floats away, disappears under the sea. The crew uh, walks away. The captain kind of just frowns uh, at the lot of you. And you hear Anthony just say, that was the weirdest ceremony I've ever seen. It. <laughs> yeah. And they walk away. And... Fuck. Yeah. Puck, he Not had, a chance. He had. <laughs> <laughs> he had something inside his I body. I understand. We're going to come across more cultists. Woof. There'll be another one. Are you going to be Let okay? him go. I, I think so. <sighs> well. Real snatches up his loot and walks away to force us to take on this whole ship. And once we kill everybody, who's gonna man the ship? What? Why? <sighs> they already think you're crazy. Just let it go. Oh, fine. All right. It is late <clears throat> afternoon the next day. 
The east gate of the city of Tullus has come into view. You have walked past a couple of... Is that my hit dice back? Yeah. You've walked past Elmon, a couple of uh, merchant caravan wagons that are all stacked up waiting to get through the gate and uh, walk up. You certainly look a little bit worse for the wear. You've been out there in the field for a couple days, and you walk up to a couple city guards, and a guard uh, stands right in front of you. Halt! State your business with the city. I'm on Yabiel, the Yabiel no, 4. No, no, <laughs> You have There's a cease and desist order. <laughs> Remember, those things take money. Um, <clears throat> There's a copyright claim on that. <clears throat> I was out on... Uh, hey, I was here first with my cart. Shut up, old man. Uh, I was on long, long distance reconnaissance for for the commissar. You work for the commissar. You certainly don't look like it. You look like you are some sort of uh, brigand. Mm-hmm. I work for the commissar. I am not inclined to believe you. Perhaps some additional gate fees might be necessary to let a possible scoundrel like you through. Uh, your inclination is immaterial to this conversation. Smack! He is hit upside the head by a gauntlet in hand, and a known face appears behind him. Who do you think you're talking to? Says Sergeant Coultry behind him. A man you've uh, engaged with before. This is Yabael. He is a champion Yabael of the city. <laughs> and he pushes the uh, guardsman out of the way. My apologies, Yabael. You are most welcome inside. Thank Someone you, fetch this man some wine or water. What will you have? Uh, both. Some food? A fresh cloak for this man as well. <clears throat> uh, I can probably spare a minute. And uh, he gets you some supplies from the little guardhouse just inside the wall there. They get you freshened up a little bit. You're able to wash your face, get a little bit of bite to eat and some liquids in you. Who was the general that we had spoken to? Oh, Captain Uh, Ryson? Captain Ryson, General Aeolus. Okay. Uh... Sergeant Coultry, we, uh, I need to... Uh, speak to uh, Captain Ryson or General Aeola. Aeolus is how I have it. Aeolus. Aeoli. <laughs> <laughs> About uh, some things that we've come across out in the wilderness at their earliest convenience. He says, uh, of course. Um, I'm has a- the nettle returned to port? I do not keep track of these ships in the dock, I'm afraid. I'm just... (laughs) Who do you think you're talking to? (laughs) He says, I'm just making my rounds, and even that I probably should not be doing. We are dealing with several threats to the city, is my understanding, and everyone's to be on on duty and uh, ready for any trouble. So we're certainly glad to have you back. I'm afraid I can't spare any men to escort you to uh, Dalingard, but you're more than welcome to make your way there. Thank you, Sergeant. I'll be on my way then. Good luck. Uh, is the is Port any like the? And he was the, a captain, by the way. Captain. Sergeant. Captain. That was Sergeant Coldry. Oh, I thought it was Captain Coldry. We have, th- we have no, three captain different, three different oh. guard types. Yeah. He invented death. Uh, is the docks? On the way to Dalingard? Yeah, not too far at all. All right, I'm going to swing by the docks and see if the nettle is 
import. All right. The nettle. It is nighttime. <clears throat> Sunset a couple hours ago. It is nighttime. You have entered the bay uh, just outside the city of Tallis. Pass by the lighthouse and are closing in on the docks. It's quiet. The ship is slowly moving. Pyreal stands at the bow, the dark-clad, dark-haired figure, mysterious figure who normally keeps to himself on board the nettle. He stands at the bow, holding onto the railing, looking at the city as it comes into view. You can see the lights from the city, the action, the smoke from the chimneys. Uh, standing next to him, the rest of you are out on the deck, got your supplies ready, talking about what you might do, what's going to happen. Uh, but he, and he doesn't want to be next to anyone, but he does have Rill just standing next to him. He seems to not mind you, your company at all. Although he doesn't say much of anything. <clears throat> the boats come in? <laughs> I give him an opportunity. Okay. He still doesn't say anything. Oh, yeah. It's just quiet. And Captain, you can hear the Captain giving out some orders. When we pull up to the dock, blah, blah, blah. Well, I know you're a private man, <coughs> but what brings you to this city? <clears throat> he doesn't look at you. You turn your view from him and you look out at the city and you see something odd. You see off in the distance, a large fire has started. It is probably near the Guildsman District on the west side of city, and you can see a fire because it's nighttime and smoke rising up from it. And I hope they have that under control. He looks at it too and uh, doesn't say anything. He just grips onto the railing tightly. <clears throat> he... Ah, he does say something. <clears throat> he does. <Fuck> you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to see <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> he says, I believe you to be more than just mercenaries. Oh. Oh. Well, that's kind of you to say. Well, yes, we're not wholly bound to any kind of mercenary code. You can see, not near that fire, but in the middle part of the city, you can see a couple little areas of strange purple smoke rising, not connected to any fire. Uh, Rill kind of takes a step forward. What is that? That is odd. Purple smokes. He grips the railing tightly. Is this something that Rill would see? The railing grabbing? Yeah. Sure. You seem unease. And this is the first time he says, my friend. No, he doesn't say my friend. He All says, Imperial. You see my knees, Puriel. That calms him a bit. He takes a breath, collects himself. He releases the railing, and you can see that he has left smoldering handprints behind on the wooden railing. You are guardians of these people? He says, nodding towards the city. Well, we've seen a great many things, and I suppose, yes, we owe a lot to the people here. I have my personal reasons, but I know these others, they look after them too. So, yes. He looks at Puck, maybe for the first time. He looks at Avius. He looks at you in the eye. They're oblivious, they're doing other things, but he looks at you in the eyes for a moment, Rill. And then he looks and points at the purple smoke. 
and he says, when you find the seal that cannot be broken, you know where to find me. And he walks away and goes back into his... <laughs> Start walking along. Uh, All right. The nettle starts coming up to a, an isolated dock area. All right, everyone, we're doing this stern to bow. Stern to bow. Keep the lines tight. And there's no one there really to help them. They don't particularly like this ship. Uh, it's very hard to get it docked safely. There's an unnecessary grinding. She curses at him. Damn it. Come on. Tighten that up. And the nettle comes to stop at the city of Tallis, and you see, although everyone knows this ship is cursed in some way or the other, there is one soul who has waited on the dock, and that is the elf Elman Yabael waits for you on the dock. Uh, Puck just bursts through everybody and run, runs for his elven friend. All right. And hugs him around the knees. Oh, you were <laughs> hugged around the knees. There, there. <laughs> it's so good to see you, Elf. Oh, I thought you were gone forever. <clears throat> Can't get rid of me that easy. We could have needed. We, we needed you. Your crazy wizard friend was off his rocker again. <clears throat> oh, I got something for him. Don't worry. <laughs> Did you tell him about the body? The weirdest thing happened. I found this body in the water. It's not that weird. The wizard started cutting into it like it was Sunday remember, roast. Remember those cultists that uh, that uh, started saying weird stuff? Mm-hmm. The seven will find you. Mm-hmm. Was seven, one of them. The seven will come. The seven will find. Yeah, Shh, don't say it. It was. Avius jumps on and starts stabbing him. <laughs> it was one of them. What do you have inside you? <laughs> Avius hasn't walked up there yet. Okay. Brill <clears throat> uh, points out the uh, the fire and the smoke that are up there burning away. I, I see, I saw smoke over there, purple. Let's grab and the I, wizard and I saw and the go fires going on over there near the guild houses. Yeah, Elmon would have like, between now and then, unless the nettle was coming in mm-hmm. when he was at the docks, he would have gone on to the captain to show him the the paper <clears throat> that he had acquired. Okay. Uh, they, uh, you, you did. They were not available. There's some strange emergency they're dealing with on the west side of the city. One of the few guards of Dalengard says. Uh, the smoke or the fire is that anywhere near where Elmon knows the house of Aridrathil is? Uh, the smoke, kind, of, the purple smoke, is somewhat in that. You, you're barely even able to see it, but okay. kind of in that vein. We need to go check that out first. Check what out? The purple smoke off in the distance. I agree. Where's the wizard? Hey, Bias. I'm I'm coming. I'm coming. I was just saying my goodbyes uh, to the sea uh, for Elmon. Elmon's right here. What? What? <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, up, old man. Oh, he, good. Beat a, he beat us back. Oh, oh good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Elmon, glad you made Not gonna it. Gonna get out of a debt that easy. <laughs> Good to see you. I'm glad you're uh, safe and sound. Uh, Rill prestidigitates a bit and tries to clean his clothes. He's looks like he's murdered someone. <laughs> yeah, do I cleaned up a little. No, I was naked, so my clothes are clean. 
It doesn't matter. There's cleaning going on. <laughs> let's let's go check the city. Soft out. hands go. are brushing your. F- no, whatever. Ooh. And Elmo oh. leads the way, heading towards where he knows, like the smoke that's closest to the house of Oridrithel. Okay. You start heading that way, making your way um, with alacrity quickly. All right. You guys are sprinting through the city. You can hear multiple guard tower bells going out, uh, going on. You can hear a single guard off in the distance between a couple streets. You can't even see them, but just yelling, stay in your homes. Stay in your homes. Should we stay in our homes? No. And you guys are running, uh, you said, to uh, Aridithil's home? <clears throat> Correct. Okay. Or to where whatever commotion the is close to there. The way I'm yeah. following. Okay. Um, did I pronounce that right? Yes. You know I only moved 25, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Seven months. <laughs> Off in the district. 90 move. 140. You run and come across a few people on the, the streets are most, almost pretty much empty. And you see people looking at windows because you're one of the few that are running out in the streets. You round a corner and see a small group of people who are not, uh, in, that are not hiding in their homes and are actually on the street. Two of them are hiding behind uh, some crates that are set up, piled uh, near the uh, uh, a shop. Uh, it's nighttime. They're cowering, two are cowering. And there's a third one, a woman who is engulfed in flames. Uh, screaming and wherever she steps and wherever she walks and grabs and stumbles that starts to light on fire and there's small little fires spread out as she is just screaming and screaming we're gonna have to put a stop to how that how far away is she? Uh, 80 feet Avius casts web okay <laughs> how are you doing? what's, what's, the, what's the placement? I don't understand hey <clears throat> He casts kindling. (laughs) Alcohol. (laughs) He casts tux medicated (laughs) breath. It's just a gut reaction. Amy's like, oh my goodness. And he just spreads out both hands towards her and the sticky mass of web. All right, you disgorge a massive amount of one of the most flammable spells that you have upon her. Yes, but it keeps her in place. All right. For so the he, moment. He he pees on an army and and makes a never mind. I'm I'm learning. All and right. He just touches his, the bridge of his nose and his forehead together. Uh, Rills shaking his head. Rills uh doing another thing. Uh he's uh <laughs> using his using his enchantments to uh try and douse the magic entirely. Okay. By uh can- it, countering the spell. It'll take dispel magic is what would be required. Not dispel. Uh, uh, did I have that? Ah, that would have been smarter. I, I do. I, I was just about to ask. I was trying to do that. No, no, no. Yes, dispel magic. All right. Uh, so and this will lash out in the form of tendrils, if you will, from the loot itself in some sort of luminescent form right. wrapping around the fire, containing it, squeezing it down, and trying to engulf it. What level do you want to cast it at? <clears throat> uh, the higher the level, the more likely you are to counter she's, it. She's... She's pretty on fire, right? She's like Johnny Storm. <laughs> she is hot. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Hot or not? <laughs> lit. Seeing as this seems very uh, potent, I'll uh, cast it at uh, level four. All right, you cast it. The spell happens just as you describe. You start to clamp down. She's wrapped up in this 
almost stream of musical magical beams from your loot. They wrap around her. You kind of wince, Will, as you stop and the music stops and it comes away and she is no longer uh, engulfed in flame whatsoever. She screams for several more moments as she is plastered awkwardly halfway against the wall in this web spell, uh, but she's not on fire and you timed it well so that she did not light up the web on fire. Oh, okay. And so that's great. Avius high fives real. But some of the wall section about 10 feet away from her that was on fire just now starts to light the web and it starts to spread out from the web. It takes four rounds. And then the wall collapses on her. Put the arrow away that he was going to use to help. <laughs> Jesus, Elvon. What? You cannot talk. <laughs> what? He was already dead. Something's inside you. He was already dead. One of the men stands up from the crates. By the gods! Elmon will head that way and try and start slicing through the web. Is that possible? Sure. Is there a water barrel or something nearby? Uh, yes. Can't you dispel it? <laughs> Are you able to dispel it? Oh, I could. I could press <laughs> digitate it. I oh, I thought you, you could just your literally turn spell. it off. Oh, my own web? Is it concentration? Oh, I think it is. If it's concentration, yeah. Just don't concentrate. I'm not meta. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Fine. You're going to leave it on? <laughs> Wait till Elmont's halfway through cutting. Long ago, I recall you doing this once before. I was just, yeah, yeah. I was just You're curious. right. I, I uh, stopped concentrating on it. All right. Poof. The web instantly disappears. The woman is just gasping for breath, exhausted. She uh, drops her knees and sits down, exhausted. Puck, you can hear someone crying out, just yelling, from one street over. Um, there's... Does anybody, uh... Uh... Bah, 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 puckle, go investigate. Okay. You I'll let, um, there's more screaming this way. I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna go with Puck. Alright, the two of you sprint through an alleyway and come to the next street. You can see there is a man who is holding his ears and has his mouth open and can't seem to control himself with incredible screaming sonic energy blasting out from his mouth. <clears throat> and wherever he moves, he's shattering windows and actually physically pushing things back. And there is a guy, uh, uh, a big muscular laborer type guy over him with a club who's just trying to uh, crack this guy's head and back open. Don't, don't hit him, don't hit him. And as I'm like, uh, I'll cast uh, level three dispel magic. Uh, all right, Elmon, you may make a perception roll. Puck, you may make a spell advantage roll to try and cancel it because you didn't cast it at high enough. Not advantage. I'm sorry. Um, just a spell. The normal. Yes. Twelve plus your plus spell modifier. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, so I'm gonna need. I think you're like a plus five. It's a plus four. Plus four. You cast so dispel magic, and it doesn't want to stop. He stutters for a bit, goes quiet, holds his mouth. There's more screaming, and then finally, your your dispelling sinks in, and he grows quiet, and he collapses unconscious on the ground. The guy standing over him just stops beating him for a second, not sure what to do. I'm gonna put his arrow away. <laughs> Uh, Did you make a perception? No, I sure didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was six total. Uh, I'll go over and touch him and do a level one cure, cure, cure wounds on him. All right. 
for a six total. Um, all right. He starts to moan and, uh, you can't tell if he feels a little bit better, but you see some of the bludgeoning damage has been helped a little bit that you dealt with. Rill, you can hear someone crying out for help. A woman, save him, save him! From another street. Someone will get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. Uh, 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 Turn Davis, did you, did you hear that? Uh, what? Okay, you wait here, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Rill runs off. Where are you going? Room. I hear someone needs help. Well, then I will come. Okay. With you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. And back to Puck, you see as you cast the healing spell on him, above him is this kind of fading light mist of purplish smoke that just kind of rises gently and then dissipates into the starry sky above. Uh, the guy that was beating him, uh, I, w- I want to address him. Uh, sir, can can you help him inside? Get him off the streets, please? I think we should kill this no, man. No, he's, he's cursed. He's fine now. What happened? When did he start screaming? When did he start? He eyes you closely. <laughs> Elmon steps up beside Puck and kind of... Something's yes. happening in the city. Make an intimidation roll with advantage, Elmon. Natural 20. Wow. He said, no offense, sir. <laughs> I mean no offense to you and your friend. People people are going crazy in the streets. Can you help them? Help them? Both of you guys need to get, get off the streets. Get inside. Yeah, yeah, I'll take care of them. Okay. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, tosses his wooden little club and... Uh, uh, grabs the guy and starts uh, hustling him into a, a building. Uh, it was real, real. You ran down a street and are quickly uh, stopping caught up. a moment, looking, trying to find the noise, and zip off into a new direction. All right, you see a mysteriously cloaked, quickly moving figure. The only other figure out on the streets, giving you that assassin vibe or the woman sneaking away from illicit affair type vibe <laughs> just kind of looking in your direction and yeah and then kind of slinking off uh, down a road avius you're right there as well you see that as well but you still hear on the opposite direction uh a woman crying out mm, seeing mysterious do something don't just stand there i i i go after the voice okay i will go this. after the cloak all right i you heard something that way? I'll try and take care of this. Oh, uh, very well. Let's see you later. <laughs> and then we cut to the scene. We were both walking opposite directions back in the camera yeah. view. Um, all right, Rill, <laughs> you uh, take another twist down the street, and you see there is a woman, her daughter, and a crowd of about four people that are pointing up. She's jumping, and you see uh, someone trying to scale a bit of an awning, and they're not quite sure what to do. You look up and you can see a small boy is tumbling slowly upwards into the night sky. He is about 30 feet up and just abeam the roofs of this narrow street as he's going up. And this boy just has no idea. He's like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory type of bubble situation. <laughs> and he's crying. Ah! <laughs> uh... <laughs> is he adorned with anything? Uh, he's adorned. He's all metal. <laughs> <laughs> Eat him up! 
He's wearing very fine clothes, actually. You know, the belt and the cloak and that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, in that case, I walk away. <laughs> Hates the nobility. <laughs> Damn one percenters. <laughs> uh, I, uh, again, I, well, I try to get under him and uh, strike, again, try to cancel any kind of magic that's binding him up. Okay. Uh, with the dispel magic. Casting dispel magic. So the same chords of beamy music stretch out. Yes. Wrap around him. Wrap around and him. And how many chords? Level one, level two, level three, <laughs> or level four chords of music <laughs> go out? Uh, well, in this particular case, uh, I think uh, uh, I'm going to try to do uh, level three chords. It's okay. not as powerful as watching a woman burn alive, but... You cast a slightly less powerful Dispel Magic. Your cords just reach up, right? The range is good for 30, 40 feet. Uh, 30, 40, I, assume, I, mean, so. I believe so, yeah. I think it's like 120 feet, right? isn't it? Just want to make sure. Oh, 120. Okay. We got some time. <laughs> Play with this. You make it dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and your cords stretch out, wrap around, and boom, the effect is off, and he comes tumbling down almost as though you're light cords are pulling him down oh, okay. is the visual and he's just dropping like a rock right towards you real you stretch out your arms <laughs> stretch out my arms all right trying to uh trying to catch uh yes make an athletics roll <laughs> your forte <laughs> he keeps getting bigger and bigger <laughs> Wait, you're like oh i'm small <laughs> <laughs> Wish you no had boy. more of that potion. Now, <laughs> yeah, I know, really. That's a space station. <laughs> <laughs> That's no boy. Uh, before he uh, lands Amy in my arms. Amy appears out of nowhere. <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> I knocked you never out of the way. way. He has never been more serious in his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, uh, before he uh, alights into my arms gently, uh, I oh. tap my boots together, a la Dorothy, and uh, activate the uh, advantage for the day kind of thing. To, oh, uh, uh, it's saving throw. Saving. Oh, is it saving throw? I think it's saving, saving throw. throw. Damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this boy is toast. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. He comes tumbling down into your arms. You reach out. Your arms come together. You close your eyes, and then you open to see if the boy is within them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like what you see. Here we go. Oh, that's not good. Oh, dear. Uh, what was it? You said athletics? Eight. Ooh. And you open your eyes and just like crack open one eye and just start to wince. The boy has hit the pavement. The mother screams and comes running over. We we can talk to him one last time. <laughs> what did you do? She uh, brushes you aside. Some guy comes over and grabs you by the uh, scruff of your neck and pushes you against the wall. What kind of wizardry is this? You've killed the boy. He's 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 not dead. Give me a moment. I'm helping. <laughs> and you're in the way. Make a persuasion roll, please. 25. Jesus. There's con You're all in the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's conviction in your eyes, and he even puts a hand on the lady and says, "It's all right." Stand back for a moment. Give him a chance. 
<laughs> and I run. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. Don't worry. He's very persuasive. This is going to go get something. I'll be back. Anytime now. He'll be back. <laughs> Should be soon. He's <laughs> being lowered in the grave. Don't worry, he'll be. <laughs> Hope he comes. It all be- <laughs> God, I hate critical. Uh, um, so I start uh, uh, strumming the lute and playing, and it becomes that that blue mist we're all familiar. So with. So you're like, I can heal this can child. Heal just walk up and start playing some lame it's, green it- sleeves. <laughs> They kind of look at each other and roll their eyes like, really? Uh, yes, so there's there's that kind of uh, playing, laying on hands kind of thing, kind of kneeling over him, very respectful, but just strumming. And as I'm playing, there's just this kind of translucent mist that just kind of swirls around him, and I begin healing him uh, to bring him to consciousness. All right, how much are you healing him? Uh, he's a small boy. <laughs> <laughs> How many levels is your son? <laughs> he he only made it to one. <laughs> He's point eight challenge rating. Um, cure wounds is a D eight yeah, plus your cure. Oh, yeah, cure wounds. That should be uh, level one cure level wounds. wounds D eight plus your spellcasting modifier. <laughs> you have healed a grand total of how much, boy? Oh, but he fell. I'm going to change that. I'm going to make it a level three gear wounds. Okay. Because if he fell into the quite a bit in there, I'm going to do that. 30 feet. Yeah, that's so that's probably that's a lot. An average of 10, 11, 12. Yeah, I can't, can't undershoot it. <laughs> so I'm going to make it level four. <laughs> You're going to make it level four. I'm going to make it level four. Huge. The most healing spell wow. you've ever done. This is more guilt than anything. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I'm alive! I'm alive! <laughs> please, Tommy, leave me, please! He floats back up in the air. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, 11, uh, 16, plus my uh, plus my casting modifier, right? Yep. Which is uh, 20? Yep, 20. 20 plus health. Seven. The boy blinks and um, somehow starts to stir miraculously. Then he starts crying, Mom! And the mom starts crying and she starts starts hugging him and like jerking his neck around because they don't know about immobilization in these days yet. Don't! She's holding him tightly. Puck! (laughs) And uh, everyone's paying you no heed whatsoever, uh, Real. I, I quietly drift into the shadows and walk away. And Puck and Elmon, you guys, as you were dealing with your situation, wrapping that up, you can also hear a sound of a roaring bear. Oh, yeah. Coming from a street. And then you hear two people's voices getting louder. It's a bear! Run! And you hear footfalls coming from an alley. And then you hear bear-like trampling behind them. And more roaring of a bear. Uh, just going back briefly, sorry, the real um, doesn't just walk away. He tries to convince the crowd to go home, oh, okay. get out of the streets. You don't suppose it's another goblin? <laughs> uh, we got. We got to figure out what the hell's going on. What's causing this? I have no idea. And where? Where are two friends? Uh, let's let's go find this noise. Maybe well, it'll attract you, them too. Do you want to do anything about the bear? 
that's that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's right there. <laughs> so two people come bursting out of an alleyway with terror uh, across their eyes and as they run and bolt right and bolt left you two are standing just outside that alleyway and you see filling that alleyway is the form of a bear and a rage brown bear galloping straight down right probably towards you person probably you want to dispel it or you want me to kill it <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll try to dispel it. In six one way. Or it's a real other. brown bear. I just say it is. Um, <laughs> but with all the crazy going on, uh, level three dispel magic. All right, you. Elmon will be backing that up with aiming the bow in the meantime. <laughs> all right. Uh, I hope. I hope. I hope. Yeah, you know, like giving Puckish chance, but. Not, not putting all of his eggs in one basket. Uh, so you got about two rounds before the bear's on you, and half of that one round is Puck weaving his little goblin hands to dispel it. <laughs> little, Whatever you're going to do, you better do it fast. Yeah. Little druid shaman magic's being cast. He starts doing some little bear grunting type countering noises, and boom, the dispel magic fires off. And nothing happens, and you realize there is no magic upon this oh, thing. Jesus and it comes barreling out of the alleyway. Uh, the bow go, the, the arrow flies Arrow out. flies, fire away. <clears throat> How close is this bear? It is 20 feet away from Puck, 22 feet away from you. I will use my sharpshooter ability. Okay. It's still 22 feet away from <laughs> Uh, the first damage. one most likely going to be a miss with a seven. Okay, that I'm is sorry, a miss. Eight. Definitely. Uh, second shot, I will not use sharpshooter. Sharpshooter never works for you. <laughs> it's, I know. I think it's, it's one time it has. It's worked a couple times. It's 20 to you hit. hit with the second arrow. Doing 12 points of damage. This would not be a monstrosity, would it? This is not a monstrosity, okay. no. Uh, boom! You hit it with an arrow, and it uh, flinches and keeps charging straight at you and Puck. And uh, let's actually have you guys roll initiative because I don't have it loaded up on my computer program. I think maybe the first time you guys have ever done that. Is your sharpshooter was that a, a feet purchase feet, yeah. kind of thing? Uh, that was. Seven. God, it needs. Oh, really? I know. Yeah. yeah All right. It does. Uh, what am I adding? Your initiative bonus. I know you. I oh, always roll it for uh, you. Nineteen. But. Okay. Jesus. You get to go first. <laughs> so the bear is just seconds away from clawing Puck. It's got this big meaty bear paw ready to rake him. I and really want this sharpshooter to work, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use it again. <laughs> Good luck. Don't worry, yeah. Puck. Jesus. <laughs> 13. Uh, 13 is a hit. All right. So then... Uh, five... Uh, 19 points of damage. And you did 12 before? Yeah. For a total of 31. If that's what that adds up to. Shoom, The second shot hits a dead square in the chest, and it just howls like crazy, but still keeps coming. And my final arrow, not at sharpshooter. Okay. I really could have gotten it then. Um, 26. Total hit. For five more points of damage. And the bear dies and comes sliding into your feet, and you step aside, uh, Puck, and Elmon, you just step back, and it just slides and Actually, lets I out. just 
put, put, put my foot on its skull to stop it as it comes close. <laughs> it gives off this last sigh, and you see its ribcage just kind of give out its well, last as, breath. As he does his last <clears throat> breath, like Puck puts his hands on it, and like, just Res- feels his last breath go out. All right, respectful in its death. Where did this bear you get that avius? There's no way this bear was this close to the city, naturally. There is a man coming down that alleyway, kind of stumbling. Help! Help! And he's in the darkness, coming towards you. How far away is he? Uh, You hear a squeak of a mouse nearby. He is maybe 40 feet away. I got dark vision. Oh, yeah, you guys both do. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a guy who looks to be some sort of shopkeeper. He's got the kind of apron on, more like an upscale shopkeeper trying to look the part. And he's uh, stumbling, trying to hold onto the walls. He it seems like he's in some weird uh, f- a phase, doesn't quite can't see or something like that. What's wrong? What's wrong, sir? I don't, I don't know. I need, I need help. Let's stop moving. Sit, sit down. Uh, he wants to get out of this alley, so he's stumbling towards the light of the street you're in. And he does so. Elmon's knocked another arrow. Yeah, All right. Help me! Ten. I keep summoning bears! Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, walks over and he's trying to find some solace in some arms to crash into, and so he's heading towards you, nope. Elmon. <laughs> no. All right, you keep backing up as he comes, and then he stops and he drops to his knees. And then says, I, I, he has his hands up, trying to make sure not to be threatening towards you. He says, I, I need, I need help. And between his hands, shoom, a large cougar appears. You were not oh, half wrong, wow. Christopher. <laughs> shoom, yeah. this animal, this cougar appears. It ignores him completely and looks at you, Puck, and charges at Elmon, who's maybe 10 feet away. And it comes running at you, this completely normal looking cougar. Roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> the four-legged kind, I assume? Yes. Natural 20. Oh, jeez. Jeez. The city stops what did you and get? turns. Oh, four. Okay, four. <laughs> Those non-surprising... Um, Time ends. Yeah. Uh, bonus action will be Hunter's Mark. Okay. On the Cougar. Uh, and then... It will attack you if you oh, don't yeah. get it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um... Sharpshooter, let's try this out yet again. Good luck. Yes, 23. Good hit. And the sharpshooter benefit, it's harder to hit, but does more damage. Yeah, it's an automatic plus 10 to damage. Got it. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty significant. All right. So damage is 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 22 on the first shot. All right. That penetrates its skull and kills it. Okay. You're you're gathering dead animals here on this brightly lit, incredibly industrialish street. Uh, you better stop that guy from summoning more. A little white mouse follows him shot. out of the alleyway. Freaking hit him right in the head, because that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I take a look around. Is anybody looking? You can see there's a couple dark heads through uh, lit windows from second floors, and every so often in the street watching the excitement. And they see me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's a brightly lit street. They're all up in the window. Oh, that's Elmon. It just means you need more arrows, <laughs> Elmon. What are you going to do? Uh, it's up to you. Uh, don't. Can you stop that? <laughs> yeah. That's just... Between the sound effects? I don't mind it up here effects. so much, it's, but it's, it's, down underneath the table is a little disconcerting. Um... <clears throat> 
Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. No, I'm not gonna put an arrow in him. I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast at him then. All right. Mm-hmm. Puck steps you... in front of Elmon and unleashes. What does Eldritch Blast look Takes like? The morality. Oh, uh, it's you. a big blue, oh, uh, yeah. like a uh, ball of energy. Gotcha. With a twenty-one hits, sixteen points of damage. This ball of energy. Kind of, it does like I'm imagining a slight slow motion and then exponentially speeds up, slams into the guy, and blasts him back into the alley. You hear no crawls for help and no sound, and just a little squeaky white mouse comes out of the alley. I will put an arrow in the mouse. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> the mouse is slain. You could have maybe just tied his hands together. I, this is just weird. This something, something. I'm not even talking to you. I don't know who the hell you are. <laughs> exactly. It is quiet and I'm empty on this long street, and maybe a hundred feet away, there is just this cloaked figure, Avius, ahead of you. It is you and him, and uh, you. He is not aware of you much, and is just quietly walking along, almost the middle of the street. Again, it's very quiet. The only sounds you do hear are guard towers off in the distance. He's walking. He is walking, and you can uh, make a perception roll, if you would, please, real fast. Uh, with advantage, please. It's not that hard to spot, but I want to make sure. Eleven. Nope, not enough. Never mind, <laughs> keep going. Next. Um, Avius will walk f- quickly. He doesn't... I, he doesn't want to run and be, you know, be loud to hear the footsteps. Okay. But he does want to catch up. So, however many turns that takes. Okay. He's moved. So, you're just trying to get up to him? Mm-hmm. Okay. You get within 50 feet. And before he finally looks over his shoulder, sees you and turns around. And he uh, kisses at you with a stay back. Oh. Uh, uh, hi. Uh. Can can I help that that tickle in your throat there? From under his robe, he pulls out a hand and holds it out like a stopping hand motion, and you can see a faint purplish smoke uh, drifting up off of his fingers. I cast Counterspell. He hasn't cast a spell yet. I cast... He hasn't? Nope. All right. He just said, stay back. With the smoke. And with the, yeah, with his hand, like his hand's ready to do something else. Okay. And he pauses. And, and he waits a second. I say, well, uh, uh, very well. I'm, I'm, I'm just right here. Uh, I'm just trying to get down the street. He sheathes his hand back under his cloak and turns around and scurries further off down the road. And I just keep pacing. Okay. You keep pace. He turns around and casts a spell at you. I cast Counterspell. <laughs> All right. What level are you <laughs> casting the spell at? Uh, well, I'm going to do three. Okay. He blasts out a purple, small little uh, uh, icicle type thing of magical energy, followed by another one, followed by another one, followed by another one. Shoo, 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 shoo. All of them flying out at you. You're casting Counterspell at level three, correct? Yeah. You cast that. I've got it right up here. Takes a reaction. You're within 60 feet. Yep, you got it. 
and each of those things melt before they get halfway through and instead of dripping into ice they melt away into smoke and drift up and you've countered that spell stay where you are you hold your hand out <laughs> he pauses and the two of you are facing each other like a wild west showdown the camera pans in a 360 around us <laughs> puck rolls like a tumbleweed through the camera view <laughs> yeah. He's got one hand out. You've got one hand out. Um, I wizard war. <laughs> I want to do. Uh, where is it? Real comes out of the shadows and plays some dueling tune. No. Ah, one minute. That's it. What are you gonna do? Um, who are you? And I start to just step, start stepping towards him with my hand still out. You're stepping closer than the 50 feet you are currently. Yes. All right. He says, I am Tavin Zith, the man who will kill you. And he casts a spell. I cast counterspell. All right. He tried something a little different this time. And what level are you casting that at? Four. Four. Try something a little different. He actually tried to little psych you out a little bit. He just tried to teleport away, and you see him fade, and then he reappears in the same spot, and he looks a little stunned. I got your nose. <laughs> he looks left. He looks at you, and he is not happy. You may take an action. The counterspell does not take your action. That's your reaction. Oh. His action was to get out of there. Um. Teleports away. Reappears. Looks confused. I'm going. To what is this? Uh. Uh, web! You're going to cast web on him? Yeah. All right, go for it. I, uh, I do. <laughs> oh, the, the range is good? All right. Yeah. Um, and uh, what level are you uh, casting that at? Level one, I assume. It's a two. Oh, two. I thought it was a one. It's two. You cast it at two. He casts counter spell. Oh! <laughs> he casts it at level one, so he has to roll to see if he can break it because it's yeah. a little underpowered. And he got a 18, so he counters that. The web briefly appears and just turns into a light little web that flashes over him. And it becomes like real cobweb, just easily brushed aside inconveniently, but not sticky magic web. Then he launches with his opposite hand and purple magic flashes out at you to cause harm. I... Uh, Are you running out of counterspell magic? I can't, I uh, do Misty Step. Mist? What? How misty does that step. work? It's I get to teleport thirty feet. Oh uh, well, he still gets his spell to go off. It's not a reaction to a spell. Be uh, no, no. Misty Step is a reaction. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not, but it doesn't get to interrupt his action like a counterspell does. Oh, yeah. it'll still find you if, if yeah. you teleport, and it would still. All right then, I do counterspell. Okay, uh, what level are you casting it at? Level three. Level three. Your dispel fires off and it is a purplish bolt of thick lightning to connect the two of you to zap across and it is stronger than the dispel you cast. You must roll to see if you can cancel it. So what do I add to my roll? Uh, your spell casting modifier. So First 15. wizard's duel we've had. <laughs> I know. That's pretty crazy. 15. 15 total yeah. is enough. And the lightning, uh, you actually just bend away and it hits some lamp on the street with a zap and there's sparks and a, a splash of fire. 
he kind of steps back a little bit. He's very wary now. <laughs> can, can we rest? <laughs> Just a short rest. Yeah. Short rest. Short yeah, you rest. both nod. You sit down next to each other, share some wine. <laughs> Are you ready then? <laughs> Whether I am or not, you've been more than fair. <laughs> <laughs> I cast... Uh, I don't even know how to say this. Otilux Resilient Sphere. Oh, that's a weird one you've never cast, I think. A sphere of shimmering force encloses a creature or object. Uh, An unwilling creature must make a dexterity saving throw. If they make it, they're fine. If they fail their dexterity saving throw, they're enclosed for for the duration of the spell, which is concentration a minute. Range is 30 feet, so you you get a little closer. You you charge in towards him, and you cast uh, Autulix Resilient Sphere. He does not try and counter it. He's trying to save some of his energy and doesn't know what you're going to cast. Okay. Shoom, the sphere starts to form from the above his head, starts to form around him, and he kind of tries to duck down and dive out of the way. He's going to make a dexterity saving throw. 12. Again, no, not against my spell. Does not. And boom, he actually slams into the side of this thing. This spell, nothing, not physical objects, energy, or other spell effects can pass through the barrier in or out. Done. A uh, nice. creature inside can breathe, uh, but the sphere is immune to all damage, and a creature object inside can't be damaged by attacks or effects originating from outside. It's just a null concept. The sphere is also weightless. It doesn't mean what's in it is weightless. No, the sphere's weightless yeah. and large enough to contain one creature. Um, and several hours later, you're just rolling this thing back to the manor. <laughs> Let's put him well, in our room. It only lasts room. for one minute, so oh. I got to get moving. <laughs> and he uh, tries to find his footing and is slipping a bit on the curve of the sphere. And he stands up and he casts another spell and just purplish magic is just splattering against the side between the two of you. But nothing happens. And he just kind of glares. He starts pushing on both sides. Anything happen to him? Does he get like some recoil? No, he does not. Fire? No. There's a little bit of motion to it, and he doesn't do anything. He's kind of, kind of defeated. He's not sure what to do. I um get on the opposite side and start pushing it back towards where I was coming from as fast as I can. Okay. <laughs> You get on the other side. I'm just like, help, help, (laughs) Puck, Elmon. Make an athletics roll for overall speed. You'll get there, but this is speed. Get where? To his friends, he said he wanted to get to. Oh, to his friends. Ooh, 16. 16. You get on the other side and start pushing him back towards where you believe your friends are at. And this guy's just like, whoa, <laughs> silently. And then he's like hitting the bottom and then rolling partially. It's like those balls that had like water in the bottom mm-hmm. for play type things. Yeah. And you're pushing and pushing like a like a wizard possessed. Is he taking fall damage from just stumbling? <laughs> yeah, maybe he I'll gets kill you eventually. <laughs> uh, Rill, you were able to get the crowd to disperse after a bit. Okay. You feel confident, you feel you straighten your shirt, you feel a little more calm about the damage that was done. <laughs> and you're like, okay, everything's fine. And then you just hear, help! And you see Avius come down the road, pushing this weird, <sighs> opaque ball with some strange robe guy inside. Translucent? Uh, translucent, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Opaque? Okay. Yeah, translucent. Uh, I run up, 
Oh, what toy have you found here? Uh, 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 some sort of uh, wizard spellcaster, but... Uh, he looks in trouble. Uh, Let me free him. No! <laughs> you bring it to a stop, and he's sliding up and sliding down and sliding up. And sliding. I, I, I can't maintain this spell very long. We need to find, figure out what to do. He's magical and uh, just as powerful as me. So what are we worried about? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Puck. He's, he's that dangerous. Puck and uh, Elmon, you guys can also come here unless you have something else you want to do. I believe he might have something to do with uh, that woman who is on fire. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Because was and Elmon comes on the scene is like, what? Who's that guy? What have you been doing? He's a sorcerer, a magic caster of some sort, but he's quite powerful, and I, this sphere won't last him much more than a few more seconds. Uh, Elmon well. knocks an arrow. <laughs> All right. Elmon knocks an arrow on one side. Avis has got magic brimming in the other side. You got four corners surrounded with magic ready to go. Rill is just holding Black his loot cloud. threateningly. Black clouds come racing. All right. The, store, the skies Cold get dark lightning, overhead. Yeah. <clears throat> And then Sing. <laughs> the bubble pops. The guy's standing. He's ready to go. And before anything can happen, you guys hear one more cry of a startled, frantic, almost panicky cry. This one is Elvish coming from your friend Elmon. As lightning starts to emanate from your eyes and from your hands and you drop your bow and you are panicking, you can't see, lightning blasts out and blasts everyone on this street, which is the three of you, other heroes, and the guy himself. Each ah. of you can make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, my dex is down by one. Because of my <laughs> knifey dice. Uh, for three no, days. disadvantage. Oh, disadvantage. Oh, shit. Sorry, buddy. Well, hopefully some blue mist is in my future. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully real doesn't get knocked out by the lightning. Oh, Dex saving throw. Dex saving throw, please. Saving yeah. Throw. Okay. Uh, uh, ten. Ten. And Buck. Natural one. Oh. Oh, I was just about to hit you with massive critical damage. Puck, you have something you want to do about that? Uh, Real Puck does. might not, but Real does. Real, sorry. Real, Real. A blue mist appears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this reminded me of... said that, yeah. <laughs> what was the... Oh, it was Arkham that had the monster appears. Now yeah. this is blue mist appears. Uh, blue mist appears. Uh, very gently swarms around you uh, massively. What were you trying to do? You were trying does to... Does the deck saving throw to... Dodge lightning. Not... Does the deck saving throw. Okay. Uh, so you're very familiar. You've seen this blue mist before. It appears. And what you do is you see a, essentially a replay of what's happening. You see everyone just devastated by lightning. You most of all collapse to the ground, a smoldering heap. But you see a figure step up out of your body and step away. And you may re-roll. Not much better with the four. Okay. And Avius, what did you get? 11. All right. So all of you take the full brunt of 32 electrical Jeez. damage. Nice. I did not roll him, though. Let me check you out. All four of you just get lit up by this crazy, non-ending electrical, uh, bright, intense, thick bolts of light, white lightning blasting out from Elmon. <clears throat> Elmon, you also zap up some walls and tear like a, a burn marker. Well, you don't know this, but there's a burn mark across the wall you can't see. 
uh, uh, one of those oil lanterns that light up the streets, uh, hits, scattering spell flaming magic. oil. Level three. Okay. You cast Dispel Magic level three. You see the lightning fade briefly from Elmond, but that level three isn't quite enough power. You need to roll. <laughs> Good luck. 12. 12 is not enough. Uh, Rill and Puck, you also have an action oh, right now. Cast Dispel Magic of four. Okay. Ooh, um, dispel four. You cast level four and shoot, Elmon. Uh, you're able to close your eyes, you bring your arms in tight, and you are able to get yourself calm, and you are phased and out of sorts for a bit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Rill is charging not, towards not him with the to blunt you. of his loot. <laughs> and Rill, you, you have an action? Uh, that's pretty much it. I'm charging towards him with the blunt of my loot, and uh, I stop before I clobber him. Okay. What are you doing? And the man casts a spell and fades away. Uh, I can't do anything. Can't do anything. He's tapped dry. And Can I interrupt? Is, if is you have a counter spell. Oh. I don't know if you do. I do. I most certainly do. I picked a bad time to fight three other spellcasters. <laughs> right. You have that one spell. ready to go? Nice. I do. So what level are you casting it at? Level three. Okay. Um, you do have to roll for that. Ah, I rolled a three. All right. Uh, and shoom. I'm he, on cast counter spell. He, uh, he fades away and disappears, leaving just a little bit of a purplish smoke behind. Well, that's just fine. What do we do now? I'm tired. <laughs> Those... Hmm. He had to have come from somewhere. But where? Uh, he's not here now. That's all that matters to me. Have you ever seen magic like that, wizard? Well, yes, I see it every day. I'm no, the, Avius the, the, purple, the purple smoke. Oh, the purple smoke. I hadn't really noticed. It's still coming off of you. Oh, I thought that would never mind. <laughs> that purple smoke, you mean? The streets are quiet. The four of you are standing there. No one else is on this road. Then there's just a little bit of a fire from the shattered lamp and the oil that spilled out. What would you like to do? Avius uh, kind of looks around to get his bearings and starts walking back towards the manor. Okay. Elmon grabs a hold of him before he gets very far. We have to... Let's go I, talk to the guard. Uh, we have to stop by the house of Aridrithil first. Okay. And warn them. And there was something I found out in the... um, um When we were separated that, that involves them. Okay, let's go. We're heading towards uh, the Aridrithil house. All right. Uh, Aridrithil's home. I think it's an extra R. Aridithils. Whatever. It's very hard. Aridithils. If only I had the power to change the name, I would. I just, I just don't. Mm. Uh, all right. You head there. That's in uh, Midtown. Uh, not we too were far away. Close to there, right? Yeah, not too far away at all. Uh, your original concept was the purple smoke was Aridithils' home. Uh, that did not turn out to be the case, but it was nearby. Not just you know. Uh, 
just a short walk away. Right. You uh, sprint over in that direction and you are outside the beautiful carved gates. You can see the beautiful trees, even in the night sky that uh, rise up around it. And Elmon, you are immediately a little concerned when you see there is not the usual guards at the gate as you approach. Something's wrong. There should be guards. The gate is closed. Everyone was ordered inside. Wouldn't they have followed suit? Mm, and no. the gate is normally closed at night, but there's always someone just inside who will always come to see who's causing trouble at the gate. No one comes. Is the gate scalable? The gate is scalable. Can Aviation On an enterprise level? Open? Yeah, is it a- <laughs> <laughs> If Avius No, no can, hold up. I gotta scale it. <laughs> uh, Avius, you uh, touch the gate and push on it, and it's, uh, it is locked and does not okay. want to budge. Uh, Glenar never gave me a key. Um, <laughs> to a back With door. that grin? No, because <laughs> really? you can't put the accent on the proper syllable of her name. Um, <laughs> That's true. Well, as we're all sitting there looking at the gate. Uh, Who is this other elf you're seeing? Puck's going to turn into an eagle to scout ahead. Okay. You turn into an eagle. And I'm going to go high. Is there I'm a like... burst of feathers when you do this? There should be. <laughs> no, I want to like snatch it, it up It goes some... in like Puck just shrinks down to so nothing in a down. pop and then there's... Aren't you a bird. large eagle? No, yeah, he's a large eagle. Yeah, he shrinks down to nothing and pops eagle? back out oh, okay. into yeah. the size. And all the time, he never tells you, it's extremely painful. It's just like, ah, eagle. Mm. <laughs> I kind of like it now. <laughs> All right, you pop into an eagle, and this is essentially a block of the city, a perfectly square block that's uh, blocked off by this gorgeous stone wall with great ornamentation, and then it's a compound mixed with a garden with an arboretum-style thing of several buildings, and you fly up above it. And I just want to, like, circle and uh, see see what's going on in there. You look, and you see nothing unusual. It's quiet. You see no motion. You see no people. But that's weird. Just a quiet breeze. Right? Because there's, I mean, there's a couple, there's, a there's probably, that live in there. there's anywhere from 10 to 25 people on, based on who's traveling through the city here at this place, normally. Avius looks up and says, it's one of those magic beasts. We must take it down. <laughs> Come on, just ignores him and he fires twice. Scales <laughs> the fence if he can. Oh, the uh, gate? The gate, yeah. All right, you touch the gate and it immediately unlocks for you oh. and parts open. I did get a key. <laughs> <laughs> it was his penis. <laughs> so you touch the gate, it parts open, unlock. You're like, oh, and you kind of put this embarrassing foot down you're about to scale it with. And you're like, yeah, uh-huh. I meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, uh, go inside. You go inside, and even though you've been here uh, several times, Elmon, it's still a very refreshing, serene experience. You're actually trying to counter that to keep your edge, yeah. uh, which is a bit of a challenge. Um, yeah. <laughs> what he says every time he goes, yeah. And... You step in. All is quiet. You see the night sky. You still hear the ringing of the guard bells off in the distance, but it seems quieter, uh, the outside sounds, the moment you step into the compound as well, which is also a normal occurrence. Uh, Real begins to strum some elvish tune that uh, 
uh, Elmon would be familiar with, and I endow him with Woo. inspiration. Bardic inspiration. You get a bonus die I'll if you need it. I'll close the lock, close the gate behind us. All right, you close the gate. It instantly locks behind you. Oh, that's not a problem later. And uh, keep on going in, inside. Right, and all your friends are inside with you. Yes. Right? Okay, just make sure. Yeah, I'm I, still circling. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. I'll I'll give Puck the signal. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm, I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna stay up there. I speak common. <laughs> I speak common. <laughs> um, and start heading towards, I guess, the inner chambers. Okay, you do so, and you uh, put away the bow, the sword, and shield are out. Sword and shield are out. Yeah. Real and real. You're still strumming music. Uh, yeah. To just. If anything, for my comfort, I know elves are not only a, a a colorful lot, but they're damn dangerous. So I'm just like, don't kill me, you know, just <laughs> playing that kind of music, just going through. All right, and Avius, I'm just, just just walking. walking. Yeah. All right, you walk, you approach the main compound, a gorgeous building, slightly rised up from the ground, uh, melded, kind of merged with a tree nearby. It's uh, got lots of inlaid colors of wood, just fantastic artisanship. And there's the door there. Elmon, you've never had to touch this door. There's been people there that always open the door for you and let you in, and it's just strange, and you're right there. Touch the door. The door is touched. The door unlocks. You hear it unlock. So what are we looking for playing above the music? Uh, this is just damn strange. This is not right. There's something going on here. And Elmon opens up the door and walks in. I follow in behind him, but playing the loot backwards. Right. <laughs> I'm watching. You're covering the six I'm with the loot. The six and play. Avius <laughs> is just looking at real, wondering what he's doing. <laughs> Why are you walking backwards? I, I don't know. This place makes me nervous. Elmon, you step inside. It is slightly dark inside that you haven't experienced. There's normally a silvery starlight that's a magical light effect they have going on in here. And that's still there, but much more subdued. And as you step in, you are caught off foot with an amazingly beautiful, long, slender, white sword pointed right at your throat, and at the other end is Glenarin Stormcaller. Hello, darling. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm so excited. (laughs) She sighs a big relief. She's her sword and comes up and gives you a hug and holds you tightly. She's held you tightly. You've been a little close, but you've never done it in any public. She's been very cautious around the other elves and stuff, but she can't help herself and just holds you tightly. She says, it's good to see you. Avius kind of walks up and wants to be part of the group hug. <laughs> he gets kicked. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she says, what brings you here, my dear? Uh, Your maybe. timing is unusual. <laughs> I was concerned for, for you and for the other elves. The music now turns more to a Zelda fairy music. (laughs) (laughs) I sense something was wrong here. Well, your sense is keen as always. We were informed by the Commissar that there's some sort of attack or possible multiple attacks by orcs 
They'd have no fondness for our kind, so we have dispatched the majority of ours to help the city out. Uh, it is just uh, my father and I uh, that remain here. Um, Elmon will hand over the slip of paper that he found. I don't read common. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Just kidding. She takes a look at it. And what do you make of this? Uh, this I found this out in the um, encampment outside of the city. Um, I assume this is a reference to Aridrithil's home. They are going to attempt to destroy it in some way. Well, not if we can keep them from the city walls. Uh, it seems like they might be planning something from underneath, from maybe the sewers. She looks frustrated. I, I agree. Are but there any entrances to the sewers from, from here? No. It's called plumbing. <laughs> Sorry. You might be small enough to flush. <laughs> she turns to you and says, I, I absolutely have faith in your tactical prowess. What, what's your recommendation? <clears throat> who else is here in Aridrithil's home? My father, who is in no shape to travel, and myself. So you have the full disposal of the Aridrithil army standing before you, and she stands <laughs> proud and tall. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, we have to see what else is going on in the city and I suspect they might be trying to make an attack underneath um, underneath from the sewers um, at our we should hopefully my companions will wish to join us um, we'll search under the city and make sure that Aridrithil's home is safe but how much time do we have? I have no idea. Uh, well, uh, we're, we're we're fairly badly wounded. I I don't know we're going to stand up much to an arc onslaught. I'm quite tired. Uh, even a short rest would be beneficial. But if it needs doing, it needs doing. But what do you what are you saying, Elmon? We just need to see if there's immediate danger to, um, to this place. From, from the sewers. There may be orcs already in the city attempting to um, do something nefarious from underneath. And we need to find out if that's the case. All right. How do we go about it? Uh, the entrance to the sewers that we know about, there's at least two of them mm-hmm. um, that we've been there before. Um, are they anywhere near... This place. Nope, but you think if you spent maybe five, five, eight minutes or so wandering around the streets nearby, you yeah, can we'll find, find a pretty obvious we just entrance. just need to find an entrance to the sewers and get down there and see if there's an immediate danger. If there's not, then we go rest. If there is, we deal with it. Just, just give me ten minutes. Let's go. <laughs> Elmon leaves, not letting the wizard rest. The tired wizard got done with his first wizard battle. I am going to be useless. And everyone's at like half or less. You half or less. Ten minutes. All right. Very well. May we take a a brief respite here 
She says, of course. My companions are tired. <laughs> Little eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> she escorts you to... Uh... Can, can one of you, like, attract Puck's attention and let him know it's like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Puck will come down All and right. like join the. Uh, actually, uh, as I'm out there, I kind of want to do the wide circles. And part of the city was on fire. Like, actually, like, can can I see anything? Anything that's that's going on over there? Anything interesting? Like any other like giant major happenings? In you the city? see nothing giant major. If you want, you can fly out, but that'll take time to fly out towards the fire and then fly back. Well, they're they've been screwing around. Well, it would be part of the rest time, is what that. So it's your choice. Okay, no, I'll jo- I'll join up. With okay, them. you land down into the nice grass and join them. She escorts you to a small, quiet meditation area where Elmon's very careful that you guys don't muddy it up and don't touch the curtain there and just... Keeping an extra close eye on Avius. Can I retcon something sure. real quick? What do you got? All those times I casted Counterspell, mm-hmm. I would have also triggered uh, Arcane Ward. The Oh, the protection shield? Yeah. Because yeah. it's an air abjuration. Yeah. You right. have, so let's just say it triggered it after the fact and... So I have 19 more hit points. You have full shield up now, yeah. Okay, yeah. So How long does that last for? That's eight hours. Uh, I no, think, it lasts until I think it's all day, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's cool. I want to be a wizard. <laughs> all right. You guys are able to rest for about 10 minutes. You get a short rest. You can spend hit dice to get some hit points back. And I believe, Rill, you also have a song of rest that might help. Absolutely. Everyone can add a D6. If you spend one or more hit dice, one or you can more. add a D6. Not one for each, just one. And I did not use my Bardic Inspiration, which I think only lasts 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Right. So it'll and burn off. You can have that back. Fortunately, I get these things wow. back. Wow. Yeah, the fact that you get all those back, uh, Rill, your Bardic Inspiration on short rest, that's a huge yeah, power spike. Uh, Elmon will leave these guys at 10 there after he feels content that they're not going to muck anything up okay. and go you had hang, it. hang you out had with his girlfriend. All right. I need to let a liberty uh, and let me know where you're at. Add, add 10 to mine. I'm at 32 plus the 19. So Stop she, in and say hi to dad. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do any? I'm at full health. He dealt the damage. He didn't oh. take any damage. He took no damage. You're speaking with her. You spent a few moments with her. I'm I'm grateful that you're here, and I'm, uh, I'm I'm caught off guard by everything that's happening tonight. It's an ill night. I want you to promise to be as careful as you can. I'll be as careful as I always am. That's exactly what I'm concerned about, she says with a smile. And how can I help? Protect the home. Just I will, I will absolutely do so. And uh, she provides some. Uh, refreshments, some water that tastes fantastic, some uh, fruit that tastes fantastic, and everyone gains five temporary hit points. Damn, I spent... Oh, it's temporary, okay. Temporary. There's like a little shield. Yeah, okay. I like it. On top of your... So I have plus 19, plus five. Yeah, and the five will get hit first. Okay. Yeah, nice. You guys feel a little bit rested, and Avius gets just a little bit of spell power back, I believe. Four levels. And uh, you guys head out. What's your plan? Uh, get into the sewer and get underneath Aridrathil's home and make sure that there's no orc threat okay. or a threat under there immediately. All right. 
You walk around a couple streets. The streets, again, are empty. You still hear some guard tower bells ringing. Uh, they're not ringing as loudly or as, um, as frequently. You are able to, after a few minutes, find a, an entrance to a sewer off an alleyway. It's blocked a little bit by some garbage and heaps of stuff, and you push it aside, and you descend down into the sewer. The smell hits you once again. It's a smell you hope not to smell for a long time, and uh, it hits you like a wave. The sound of bubbling, goopy stuff also assaults your ears. Um, who's first down? I am. Make a constitution saving throw or puke. 13. All right. You heave a little bit, uh, but you're all right. Elven water going in. It's the most beautiful puke you've ever seen. My temporary health. <laughs> Uh, you're down there, and you're just you're just gonna explore. You said, uh, yeah, head towards like underneath Arendrathil's, like where Arendrathil's home would be. Okay, um, looking for again, you know, this whatever the or the boom, orc boom, arid home. Okay, um, so look for signs of orc or make an investigation roll with advantage around there. What uh, are we looking for? Investigation would be 14. Anything that doesn't belong. Orcs. Oh, we don't belong. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. Something's dangerous down here, but no idea what it is. <clears throat> Several more minutes go by, and walking along the little ledges, there's a ledge on the right side and the left side with weird, goopy sludge moving between you. Uh, Elmon, you are able to spot in the lead. You don't see anything standing out of the ordinary other than disturbance in this floor that the very floor you're walking on this ledge mm -hmm. that looks like a lot of uh uh scuffling a lot of movement of uh heavy objects have been dragged across the floor can you tell which way they went they came from the you can yeah you can tell yeah follow the yeah, way yeah, that you, they go you totally can uh, okay and uh, someone other than Elmont, whoever's next, can also make an investigation roll. Puck's last, so I'll, I don't know where you I'll, guys are at. Avius will be next. Avius, right behind Elmont. Go for it. It's on. Oh, uh, this is also with advantage. 22. Ooh. Once inside the sewer, it's not that big of a concern for them of stealth and secrecy. So you, Avius, are able to spot on the far ledge a crude hammer-like tool that uh, has a very orcish vibe to it. Very sharp, very crude, uh, kind of angular, slightly curved handle. Um, definitely stands out. I, I found this. And I'm... Waving a hammer. Does over not my look head. old. It's on the other side. Yeah. It's definitely orc craft. <clears throat> there, they've been here. There's drag marks. Something heavy. Erdafil's home is in danger. We need to continue to pursue this. Okay. Lead on. Continuing. Uh, do you want to go? I asked this a lot. Fast or stealthy? Stealthy. Stealthy. Going stealthily, you walk along. You find your ledge is uh, not the most stable, 
and you have to make a tactical decision as as you're walking along this ledge. Somehow they have gotten some sort of supplies or crates or barrels past this. You're not sure how because you are now walking along a very thin ledge that can hold your feet. And you stop and you're like, ah, this isn't the right way. And then you can hear some orc order grunt noise from far up ahead echoing over the gurgling sludge. Can Puck understand any of it? No, it's too far away. You just heard an essence of a sound. Okay. But again, you're not sure how they got past this way. And the very small little ledge you're on, Elmon, uh, even starts to uh, crumble a little bit. It's like made up of two large pieces of stone. It's Some part crumbles. The whole thing starts to disbalance as though it's going to come loose. So you have a choice. Keep everyone together, but risk things for weight purposes. Slow down and try and go one at a time. Or uh, you can just split up and go on the other side of the ledge. Go now, quickly. And Elmon... Elmon goes across quickly. Quickly now. All right, it's a fast uh, sprint across. Elmon, make an athletics roll. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Sorry, boys. Oh, and these will also be with advantage, so keep that roll and add advantage. Everyone, make advantage. 17. All right. Avius is next. What do you get? Eight. Woo! Rill's next. Rill's next. Huck's in the rear. Eight. Athletics with advantage. No, that's uh, eight. Okay. 15. All right. So Elmon with ease and light touch <laughs> and grace gets across with ease, turns around like, come on. <clears throat> and Avius, you run, almost slip and go, whoa. And then you stop for a moment. Rill hits you and the two of you go tumbling down. <clears throat> Into the sludge. Before I tumble, (laughs) I I tried to move between his legs. (laughs) Before I tumble, I cast Misty Step. Okay. And I fall. Oh, I'm so glad I got. (laughs) (laughs) There's one way for you to stay safe, real, and it teleports away. I fall onto the platform on the other side. Boom! Avis is safe on the other side with a grin. Real, you are tumbling down into sludge. You have a nanosecond to decide what you want to do. Not, not fall in the sludge. (laughs) (laughs) How's that for a nanosecond? Uh, I just try to clamber on. uh, hold on to a ledge. Actually, you, the ledge is giving way. It's yep. gone. It's starting to give way. How far is the leap across? Oh, uh, shoot. Maybe 15, 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll just try to uh, grab to the ledge. So Avius was in front of me, so I'm reaching out to him, but he goes away. I'm trying to... Okay. Quick grab on the Your leg. right leg slips out. Your whole body starts to tumble. You grab onto the ledge. Any normal size hero would be splashed in because you're smaller than normal. There's a bit of a gap between the ledge and the top of the goop. You can make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage to grab onto some sturdy ledge piece. Uh, I I would like to use my, my, my boots to... Uh, counter the oh. disadvantage. My boots yes. try to find that ledge. The saving throw uh, helping boots. Got yes. It. The magic boots get clicked. Go straight. I'm assuming it goes straight. Yeah, now. sure. Okay. And that is uh, that was a saving throw of six and a 25. Whoa. 
you grab onto the ledge, your momentum kind of swings another way and swings you back up to the top and you roll onto a stable part of the tiny ledge, tiptoe over to Elmont's safe spot, and you're like, ta-da! <laughs> ta-da! Did you see it? Keep it down. My God, that was Be impressive. Like I love these routine. boots. <laughs> And then Puck just walks right up he behind you. He just kissed your face. Your yes. VC soaked boots. I know. That's yeah. awesome. It's elven VC, so it's better. <laughs> and Puck's right there with, with no problems whatsoever. Olgrim would have loved this. <laughs> Splash. He would have just jumped in it from the beginning. God damn it. <laughs> and then in you, fact, you do see Olgrim. <laughs> every time. Every time. I go take out the trash. This is what I get. <laughs> Rowboat rowing down the way. Puck, you hear elves from orcish words up ahead. You can see there are three orcs, two on one side of the ledge, one on the Avius's side. And they, one of them's pointing at Elmon and the rest of the quote-unquote elves with him. And the orcs come charging on the slightly wider edges, heading right towards you guys. Perfect. Weapons drawn. One is firing a bow that's on Avius's side, and the others are uh, charging down the ledge. All right, so you've got two orcs on one side that are charging towards the left ledge, let's say. And on the right ledge is one orc who's firing a bow over towards... Uh, Avius's side. Let's go ahead and get some initiative. I will be rolling that one for you guys, and I'll bring it up in just a second. I just want to beat Elmon once. Just one time. You have before. Uh, mm. I mean, not recently, but yeah. you have. Alright, new round of combat. Begin now. Alright, first up, obviously, is Avius Katorum. Oh, wow! Fireball. Firebolts. In the methane filled. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big boom. <laughs> Behind them, by the way, is a, a wider platform and then a small doorway that looks to head towards some segmented area of the sewer. So, uh, that does six damage. You got a hit. You got a... It's oh, an attack. Boy. It's a spell. Attack roll. Attack Not an auto spell. Roll. 20. 20 is a hit. Shoot. Your fire blasts. This is on the archer on your side, I'm yeah. assuming? Okay. And how much damage? Six. Six. Big, meaty, lame six damage. Shoot. He is hit. I light his arrow on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is the orc who is closest to Elmon, who charges forth and slashes at you. Where is he at? Uh, Yeah, twice with his sword. Where's my other die? Here we go. Elmon, you are attacked with a 10 and a 22. 22 hit. 22 hits. You block the first blow uh, with your bow, I assume you have out. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm probably switching. All right, you block the, the first bow with you block the first blow with your bow using the momentum to have it swing around your shoulder into a yeah. tucked position. The second one, though, as you're trying to draw your rapier and shield out, gets through and hits you for six slashing damage. All right. Uh, next up is the archer orc. 
that uh, Elmon you hit. No, nope, Avius hit him. I'm sorry, Avius. God bless America. He fires. He's actually shooting twice with his bow, and he's not shooting at you, Avius. He's shooting at Elmon. Okay. The obvious elf of the group. Elmon, I'm assuming a nine is a miss and a 20 is a hit. Yep. Uh, that is seven piercing damage. You are hit. Die, elf! He shouts, and next up, finally, is obviously Real Stump Runner. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you still might beat me. I. Because it's, either, it's either you or I next. <laughs> uh, with a gleeful cackle. <laughs> I live up to my name being Stump Runner. I dash through the legs of uh, Elmon. We'll, con- we'll consider Elmon difficult terrain, so it'll cost you two spaces. <laughs> I dash through the legs of the orc. All right. I dash through the legs of the orc, inquiring one opportunity attack. Uh, if he has the ability to attack. You will need to make some acrobatics to make that happen. I will? That is not a normal pass-through concept there. Yeah. It's a little narrow ledge. So you're through Elmon, and now you're trying to run through this orc's legs. Make an acrobatics roll, please. Even though this would be my halfling nimbleness, which is my racial ability. What is the halfling nimbleness? It says, you can move through the space of any creature that is a size larger than mine. Ignore everything I just said. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Wow. Yeah, you slip through with ease. You're going past the first, you're going past the two orcs, as you said, drawing a opportunity attack. Mm-hmm. He swipes, almost hits his friend, and you're right behind him. Nice. <laughs> Flinking! <laughs> uh, to which, uh, uh, as I dash through the legs of the little friend, uh, I, I turn towards the orc that I'm closest to, and uh, I whisper a little bit, and I go, did you ever hear the one about... and I unleash upon him the hideous laughter. Uh-oh. Hideous laughter. I think that's a wisdom saving throw? It is a wisdom saving throw. All right, we all know orcs are known worldwide for their wisdom. <laughs> Ooh, he got a 15. 15's enough. Oh. 15's enough. He's heard this one. He has heard that one. <laughs> he just barely got that. I can't believe it. Does that cancel the whole fact? Uh, it does cancel the Oh, whole I think it does. Yeah. That's painful. What level spell is that? Uh, that's a level one. Oh, okay, good. I thought it was much worse than that. No. Uh, hideous laughter. I've got it right here. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Yeah, he's good. I think it'd be great if I could cast it higher, but it's one of those I can't. Yep. And the joke gets more powerful. <laughs> okay. Uh, Real is done. Next up is Elmon Yavael. <laughs> Sorry, Puck. <laughs> it's all right. Um, Elmon will... You've got one guy right in front of you, toe-to-toe. What's my chances of actually knocking him into the water compared to just attacking him? Uh, You can certainly make that your effort. Instead of doing raw damage, you can try and toss him in there. And it's a drop. It's How tall are you, Rill? Three feet? Yeah. It's a three-foot drop before you even touch the sludge. Is there the sludge, is it fast moving? Is it stagnant? It's not stagnant. It's medium-ish moving, so it wouldn't whisk him away in rapids. But okay. again, it's sludgy. Okay. Not going to die, but totally going to be messed up for yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to basically try and just barrel straight through him to the second orc. Um, All right. Make and an, using my shield to just kind of plow him. Make over. an athletics roll, and you will get advantage. I need to make the athletics roll to get advantage? You're making athletics roll with advantage. Okay. Versus him. Oh, it's not going to be good enough. I got a 21. 22. Why? 
What? Wow. He holds his ground. <laughs> no, no, no. And you have this, like, you're messing with my friends. <laughs> and you push and you send him, and kadoosh, he goes splashing into this yeah. goop, and it's just like, Arr! and uh, he has uh, lost his weapon. Okay. Uh, and is several feet below you and is trying to claw up the sides, can't quite grab it because it's also deep, unnecessarily fantasy deep sewer. <laughs> uh, and now he's going to spend uh, his next turn just trying to find some ladder somewhere to get back up. Do I get a second attack? Uh, no, okay. we'll count that your attack. Uh, you can step in if you want towards the next one. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I'm going to move in and... and Bump, bump, bump. Puck, you're up. Uh, I'm going to hit the guy in front of Avius because I don't really want to cast Eldritch Blast through Elmon. So I'm going to go after him. Oh, gotcha. Across the corner. Oh, that is a natural 20. Wow. All right. Max damage. 16. Nope. Max damage. Uh, 20. Sorry. 20 total damage. Yeah. Wow. That's your biggest Eldritch Blast. <clears throat> and that guy has already been hit before. For uh, six. Yeah, big six. Shoom, your ball arcs across and smacks him and hits him against the wall. I think he took maybe 10 points from your spell, another 10 points from the wall. Nice. Uh, he's still standing and just shaking his head. And you are not last, Puck. Orc number two gets to go. That's the one real you ran up behind. Mm -hmm. He turns around and gives you a kung fu kick boot to your face ah. with an eight. <laughs> He misses and way over his head. Yeah, he would have just killed you instantly, normal sized person. And instead, he grabs onto you. Doesn't kill you with his sword. Instead, he just grabs onto your uh, shoulder and your clothes and your armor. As he grabs on, I go, "Oh no!" <laughs> he grabs on, but he's done this turn. So he has like a light grapple on you this okay. turn. It's a new round, and our round leader obviously is Avius Katorum. Obviously, with firebolts. More firebolt. Wet whom? Uh, the archer. A natural 20. Jeez. So 20 points of damage. 20 points. Guy's having a bad yeah. day. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> so he gets slammed against by a blue sphere, and then he stumbles and shakes his head from the damage, and then how does he get finished off? Is he Avius? Um, yeah, he's kind of like stumbling back forward, and all he sees is just this big ball of fire <laughs> coming straight towards his face. And I imagine he's doing that as he's zoomed in with his bow, and he just sees this fire <laughs> just taking his zoomed vision up. Nice. He is gone. Um, AVS is done unless you're moving. Um, yeah, I'll move up towards real as, as much as I can. I think that's pretty good. Uh, maybe slow down for the thing. Much, yeah. Uh, orc number one moves two spaces, uh, further away. He is getting slightly carried away by the sludge and he is looking for a ladder that's maybe, uh, a turn or two away. He's really just taken out of the combat for a bit. Real, what are you doing? Uh, he has his hand on me. There's an like orc, yeah, right An next orc to you. Hand, uh, hand, hand on me. On me. Uh, I take his hand, and I lean into him again and whisper ever so slightly, if you break a piece of crumb, what do you have? And I bestow curse on him with that bit of intellect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 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 he, uh, he spends to, his time in thought on that one. He has to make a wisdom saving too. throw. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Creature. Savious as well. Creature must succeed in a wisdom saving throw. It will become cursed. All right, here he goes. 
Oh. Critical Ooh. failure. Yeah. He ponders that for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah, basically. Everything that's about to happen is all up to you. What What did you just do? He critically failed this curse. Uh, he, he just sits there in abject thought. He lets go and just, he can't let go of the thought and just stands there and a little bit of horror, but a little bit of awe that he just can't get away from this. This is all like... Right. This is like he's realized he's in a game. <laughs> I am but a miniature. Uh, and he just looks up at the sky. Giant hands move my fate. <laughs> what are these polyhedrals near me? Uh, yeah, he lowers his weapon and he just stares at you and blinks in like all hope is lo- like he just looked at Cthulhu is what's just happened. Oh. Yeah. Okay. With my other hand, I, I kind of wave him. <laughs> All right, there's only one orc really in any commission, and that's the one that's slowly getting pushed back by the sludge. Um, what do you guys want to do? Combat timing is over. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I would like to dispatch the first or just the, you know, the um, tip, like, uh, Rill sees the tip of the sword come out of that orc's chest. Okay. Um, it may not even be that necessary. You may just need to tip him. What does necessary have to do with it? Okay. <laughs> and then... The so, real, so, hold on, so hold on. real, you have this quiet moment. The guy's looking <laughs> at you in abject terror, but he's very quiet. And then just like this chest burster scene, and just, <laughs> this rapier just comes piercing right through. <laughs> and he comes out and he... Tossed into the um, sludge. Rill is now covered in gore and kind of panicking. <laughs> Lost in abject terror. Lost in abject terror. <laughs> and there's still the one that was in the oh. sludge. Oh, hit him with the Eldritch Blast. All right, it takes two or three times, but you are able to finally obliterate the guy. <laughs> Stop, please. <laughs> and he is dead, weirdly magicked, uh, charred, and floats away. You can hear orcish orders still being barked further ahead up the tunnel. Let's go. Avius goes through the little wall there, the little All right. hallway there. You go through the little hallway. You see you're in a small room that um, kind of uh, has a, a large bit of valve machinery in the middle of it. And you're like, please, no puzzles, no puzzles, no puzzles, no puzzles. <laughs> uh, and there's valves and uh, pipings and uh, some gauges and stuff. And uh, there's a door on the other side. And as you uh, approach that and head through that, you can see a much wider chamber that has some uh, fenced railing type stuff. So it's got the same ledges on the left and right side, but they're now wider. You can run full speed. It's not dangerous. You're going to fall into it's got some side room things off to the sides, and at the far end, maybe about 60, 70 feet, is another open chamber at the far end of this uh, kind of longish rectangular room uh, that has several orcs in it. There are some on these little balcony edges on the sides, and uh, that was, well, yes, Elmon? No. No, Avius, you were, and uh, Avius, uh, make a stealth roll, Avius. Bump, bump, bump. Uh, 10. Okay. 
and you totally have everyone's attention as you are standing in there and the orcs see you there are several again on the balcony and one calls out in uh orcish blow it blow it Elves! No, not elves. He sees you. Old men? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, don't worry about this. We're under attack. Blow it! And orcs start scattering to the side chambers, uh, and it is absolute chaos. Mm. All right, let me pause it. Reveal. Yeah. Um. What are you going to teach your wizard friend the uh, art of uh, surprise? Actually, if... A Ridderfill's home gets blown up. I will kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to save that. <laughs> so now we know. <clears throat> we won't want to be a part paper. of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> we just spoil it. <laughs> These are wet erase. There was wet erase on here from years and years ago, and again, one spray just instantly come off. These are fantastic. So this is kind of a, I said a rectangular, it's more of a octo octagonal structure. And there are some orcs. Hex. Hexagonal. Hex. Oh, you're right, you're sorry. You can count. So I said it was rectangular. It's actually more of an octagonal structure. There are about three orcs inside this octagon uh, section. It's rimmed by railings. There's even a railing that cuts across the heart of it. And in the middle, again, is this flowing sludge that kind of will go to where you were before. <laughs> On the opposite side is a small, it's a large alcove. You can see there's a couple barrels, red barrels. <laughs> exploding doom style <laughs> barrels <laughs> is the concept there uh that they have been moving around some are prepped up and primed some are not there's a uh, there's one on a far railing maybe 40 feet away there's a bunch more in the far alcove also of interest avius you have spotted though there are doors on the left and right side of this octagon that have been opened up and several you saw several orcs uh run into these side rooms and uh, the door on the right was closed behind. The one on the left was not. So once that order was given out, boom, things, <clears throat> people scattered. It is a new round of a new combat. Let me remove the dead orc here and add. How big are these, uh, uh, how big are these barrels? Uh, they're not too tall. They're a little bit taller than you. Like this? No, no, no. They're maybe the height of that band. So what is that? Three feet? Two and a half feet? Three feet? Three feet tall? Um, All right. New combat. Let me get rid of this guy. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble here. Off. Off. What? I killed everyone. I meant to make everyone alive. Nope. Everybody's dead. There sorry. we go. Dead. We dead. win. Real well, begins to write a tune about how <laughs> Avius saves the day. There's a quick way to kill a bunch of orcs. 
John Belushi your loot if you write Ooh. that song. <laughs> Too soon. No, I don't know. <laughs> Whoa, there we go. And there is one uh, larger orc calling out the orders. He is at the far uh, side of the octagon in the larger alcove is where we're at. So what did I say? New round. Let's bring in the orcs and hit new combat. Best of luck. And first up is the orc leader. He barks out a battle cry. <clears throat> Stop that. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. He's saying an orc. So Puck, you can translate as necessary. Um, I'll kill that man and anyone who comes in. They all die. And that emboldens the orcs around them with a rage, his battle cry. And he then um, moves over and he starts messing with some uh, barrels in the corner. That's the end of his turn. And next up is Puck. Serious? Yeah. Uh -huh. Nice. <laughs> no, you go last. <laughs> Um, spell cards in hand. It's ready to deal up. Shuffle some spells and deals one out. I'm all in, baby. I'm going to uh, thorn whip that guy the far end. You have absolutely no vision. You're in this small little chamber here, and you've got some machinery blocking oh, the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll move up. Uh, and there's a wall here and a wall here. Avius oh, is in Avis the doorway. Avius is in the door. Yeah. <laughs> you can go through them, though. Yeah, I'll go through them. One, two, three, four. That's four. That's 20 feet. Yep. Okay. And then thorn whip him. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 feet away. It's also a 60-foot spell now. Oh. oh. <laughs> I suck way. using this spell, so I'm going to use my inspiration dice. Okay. A, a 27. Jeez. <laughs> you shoot, you little... I feel with my sharpshooter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you lash it around his throat, and what do you do? Uh, it's like 2d6, but that's not the point. I want to pull him into that slug. <laughs> All right. So he takes six damage. He takes six damage, and you yank him uh, over the railing into the sludge. I'm going to give him a dexterity with disadvantage chance to try to... Uh, hold on. Natural 20 or a 2? With disadvantage, two. <laughs> he takes the 2. He goes spinning in with a grasp. And you're now essentially fishing with an orc uh, at the end of oh, your line. Wow, <laughs> All right. As soon as he hits the shit. Gone. Nice. <laughs> I'm dirty up my thorn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next up are the uh, orcs themselves. One comes closing in on you, running alongside the uh, balcony edge. Bring it. And he strikes once, misses, and Puck, I'm going to give you an opportunity attack uh, with some sort of something you have in your hand. What do you have in your hand? All I have is uh, I have my I had my shield. Okay, make a make some sort of unarmed blunt shield attack. Up seven. All right, he swings and misses. You swing with your shield and miss, and then he swings and I'm guessing connects with a twenty. Uh, yeah. For only six points of slashing. Swing, miss, swing, miss, swing, slash. He hits. There is another orc on the left side of this octagon across the railing. He's firing at the old man in the doorway with his bow. And that is you, Avius, with a 12 and a 16. Uh, 16 hits. You are hit for seven piercing damage. Okay. And there is another orc on the far side. He runs a little close back into the octagon room. He's on the other side of your octagon room, and he also brings out a bow. Uh, but he's only going to be able to get one shot off, and this will be a puck. 
critically hits you for 11 points of piercing damage. <laughs> that works, says. Jeez. Elmon, you're up. Uh, Elmon will. Um, use his move to get as close to the door that has the red chip on it. Elmon's, you're here. What's your move? One, 35. two, three. Uh, you would be blocked, I believe, by this guy. Okay. We're not going to consider him difficult terrain? No. Okay. <laughs> You're a double um, bigger than uh, There is a railing. I would let you do some disadvantage acrobatics to run along the railing beside him <laughs> and triggering opportunity attacks if you really Man, want to. Gamble! Um, oh, that's me. No. I, but I would have a shot on the orc leader. Uh, yeah, you can, you can okay. barely see him sticking out. Bonus action will be Hunter's Mark. Yeah. Nice. You said I can barely see him sticking out, so he's under partial cover. Is that correct? He has partial cover. And which is nullified by my sharpshooter. Nice. Um, but I'm not using the special sharpshooter shot. special sharpshooter, but he doesn't get advantage for cover. It's one of the other advantages of it. I'm using my regular attack. Regular shot. 28. 28. I know it's going to hit the orc commander. I want to know who that doesn't hit. <laughs> it's going to be 10 points of damage on the first shot. Got it. And the second shot is going to be with a... Mastercraft Ilnoran arrow. And that's going to be a 20 to hit. Hits. What's the damage? Uh, bear with me. I was just promoted. <laughs> His life ends brutally. Uh, the hunter's mark. Does it? Is it every attack that I get? I get the one d six. I believe so. Yeah, until it's been, you get deal one d six damage to the target whenever you hit with a weapon attack. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that is going to be fifteen, nineteen, twenty five points of damage. Shoot. Boom, you hit him. Do you want... I'll give you the good news first. Uh-oh. <laughs> the good news is you interrupted his plan that he had. Things aren't going to go exactly as he had envisioned. And his plan was to light the fuse um, on this particular section of explosive barrels he has tucked in the corner of this alcove. He thought he was behind cover uh so that does not go to his plan and so he does not uh uh trigger that the way he wants the bad news is because he dropped it immediately and triggers an explosion there is a huge and boom the whole place rocks and everyone um does a little star trek sliding to the left sliding to the right i need the two up front on the railings puck and elmon to make uh dexterity saving throws or get tossed over the railing Shiza. 24. natural 20. <laughs> natural 20. uh three tonight uh puck you can be on the other side of that orc if you want yeah. All right, Puck, sure. you fall over the railing, but you swing around the railing and end up back on top of the balcony. Cover uh, your hut, Indy. <laughs> <laughs> on the other side. There's a huge explosion from the far end of the octagon in the alcove. The commander is obliterated by the explosion. Fire comes out and uh, damages and blasts the orc on the far side into the sludge. 
and damages this orc as well. And everyone except Rill <laughs> needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Anavius, I'll give you advantage because you have some, another one. This is for fire damage. Just watch this room just light up. Yeah. Wow. 16. 26. 16. All right. Good, good, good. Uh, each of you uh, take eight points of fire damage. Don't forget any shielding type temporary hit point stuff. Boom! Fire engulfs the whole place. And uh, everyone's just in shock for a moment. And Elmon, your turn is over. <laughs> Avius, you may go. I was going to cast Gust and blow the flame out, but guess that's too late. <laughs> that was not my fault, dude. Uh, we're still holding fault here for stepping into the room and starting this without a plan. Um, Avius, also, by the way, there is a huge gr sound of grinding metal and crumbling stone as a big section of the area above of the city street area collapses down onto the far Okay, uh, so but it's a street? You can't quite identify. Ah, uh, yeah, you can. You can see some street and some sections of ornate exterior wall fencing. No. You see a, a nice leg. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what are you going to do, Avius? Avius Avius is going to run past Elmon. Your toward... hunter's mark is gone, by the way. Yeah. Your hunter's mark was obliterated. <laughs> uh, it's hopefully transferred uh, to somebody new. Oh, that's true. Uh, runs by Elmon to, up, not quite up to, but, you know, enough to where I can get a good shot of um, firebolt. Okay. So running up to one of the wounded orcs yep. and tossing a firebolt. Oh, man. Uh... Just in my in my dazed panic, I'm just running past Elmon and and. Did you roll a one? No, no, no. Oh. And just crazed eyes, just focused on this guy uh, with the twenty, and do twenty points of damage. Critical hits. You smash the guy with a firebolt. He stumbles, and for good measure, you launch a second one and destroy him. Uh, and he drops to the ground in a howling. Uh, no, uh, just burnt crisp. Last in the round is Real Stump Runner. <laughs> You're still back in the. Oh, yeah. What the? <laughs> he just leaves. Uh, <laughs> You're in the antechamber before God, the octagon. I want to have to do this. Uh, so did orcs make it through the doors yes. on both sides? Yes. Oh. Yes. And this door was closed, and that door was left open. And that door is left open. Uh, that one seems to be going that way. Uh, Rill will make a terrifying run for the door here that's open so I can peer inside. All right. What, make your run. Two, three, four, five. five. Put them on the other side or in the middle. Uh, well, if you were, you're going to do a move move. I'm doing a move move. All right. Then six, seven, eight. And you're Hello. opening up that door. Go ahead and open up that thing. Yeah, that guy's gone. There's a small side room. This has uh, lots of piping and blockage in the middle of it. You can see many more barrels are packed into this area. Sewer blockage. Um, they've got a... I kind of shoot a horrified glance back to Elmine, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, from, again, your knowledge of orcs, uh, this looks like it would uh, be a much more disastrous structural 
uh, disaster as well, and they are not capable of that knowledge. They've clearly, obviously, beyond getting in here, had a lot of outside help. Okay. Uh, yeah, load of barrels, and inside are some friends known as orcs. Known as orcs. Uh, one right next to it and one right near the door. So there's one on the far, it's a smaller room, maybe 20 by 20 with a bunch of uh, piping and stuff in the middle. Tons of barrels on the far side. Next to that is one orc. Uh, there's one orc also by the door. So there's two in this room. So you open up that door and you just did a move move. So you're pretty much exhausted for this yeah. round getting there. The orc at the far end of this room is right over it. And he has a torch, and he's kind of looking at uh, what he's about to do, trying to gauge how much like gunpowder distance he has of the line that he's made. And then he kind of looks over at you, Rill, and it's not like a, I'm going to kill you. It's not a, you're going to die. It's just more of like a, what are we doing right now, man? This is not good for all of us. What are we doing, man? What are we doing? Uh, I kind of, I kind of share the yeah. same look. <laughs> uh, you have, I think, a, like ten more feet of movement, two more squares, if you want to go. Oh, further into the room, or back, or whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't speak orc, so this is the interesting part. Uh, I will stay put right where I'm at. Actually. Okay. You are done. It is a new round. Puck, you're the leader. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna go to the closed door okay. and uh, hopefully it's open. You go to the closed door, you open off. this up, you see a similar room, a about 20 by 15 foot room. It's got a bunch of barrels in one corner and you see no orcs currently, but there is some uh, machinery blocking <clears> you. I'll step into that room. All right, so let's see, three, four, I see. You find yourself facing a, another large commanderish orc standing right there. Does he have a torch or something lit ready to go? He does. I uh, use my druid craft and put it out. Oh! Nice. <laughs> Wish you would have shown me that. (laughs) (laughs) You put it out, and he kind of looks at it confused. Uh, One, two, three. That was your move. You still have an action to go, and whatever you do, I'm going to give you advantage as he is dumbfounded of what just happened. Uh, He was about to make this dramatic, threatening gesture with it, and it's out. Can I take one step back? Uh, Use my nimble escape? With your bonus action? Yeah. Yep. And then I'm going to Eldritch Blast him. You race around the corner, poof, turn out the torch, step back, and Eldritch Blast. You get advantage. 26. Is a hit. 15 points of damage. Is it a relights hit. the... It's <laughs> force damage. There's no fire. There's no fire bolt. <laughs> Shoom, he is surprised and hits, and it is his turn. Let's go. His turn. Where is this pushback or anything? Uh, no, not with that. It's it's, it's a cantrip. It's not that strong. Mm. All right, he steps forward angrily, uh, and can't really do much with a battle axe because it's too short of a room, uh, ceiling wise. Instead, he smashes you with a metal gauntlet several times over and over and over again. Here comes his attacks. 22, 22, 
10. Uh, the 22s get me. He hits you for... Let's see, five uh, bludgeoning uh, each. So five plus five. Bludgeoning, smash, smash, hits you twice, then howls out, and draws strength from that and heals himself a bit in doing so. Uh, next up are a couple of orcs that are nearby. Let's look at the one that's uh, not too far away from Elmon by the entrance you guys came in. I uh, keep uh, doing the wrong button here. Sorry. There we go. Uh, that orc comes uh, charging towards you, Elmon. Mm. I will spill your blood. He says, slicing. 17, three. This is a big moment for him. I'm going to give him advantage on this second attack. He hits you. This is his big moment in life. He hits you twice. Okay. And where was their damage? Sorry. Uh, it's six slashing, six slashing. So 12 more. Shoo, shoo, slashes you back and forth. And um, I think, Elmon, you're up. That was my big oh, moment no. in life. Uh, sorry, there were two orcs uh, over on the other side of the room. Uh, the other room uh, where real you're at, that other side chamber. Yeah. Uh, one orc right next to you. Um, it's going to just do one big attack and is going to try to Sparta you back into the octagon room and over the railing into the sludge. Okay. And with a nine, you close the door on him slightly and uh, block the blob and does not work. The door with the, I'm sorry, the orc with the torch in the corner who's questioning decisions still does nothing. Okay. And he's looking at you, Rill, like he's waiting He's waiting for a solution to the problem. <laughs> he's waiting for a resolution. He's waiting for orders. He's oh, he's really caught. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Elmon, you got one right on you. Um, going. To... Talking's free, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll wait. Go ahead. Which way is Avius going at this moment? Which way are you going, Avis? I don't know yet. Alright. Um <clears throat> I'm 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 gonna assume Elmon saw the light extinguish in the room that Puck is in. Okay. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. Um Probably see, heard some clobbering too. Yeah. But dun, dun, yeah. I got this! I, I got this! Don't take this the wrong way. Yeah, it's the lesser yeah. of my two concerns. I got you. Um, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elmon will head towards the room that Rill is in using his bonus action dash. I will draw the opportunity attack, but it will be at disadvantage because my fleet foot. Uh, 21, you are hit. Same damage. Six. Yep. And you're moving uh, uh, 30 feet. Uh, it's my bonus action to start. It's actually, it's a dash, so... It's a full dash? Yeah, so that's 70. Alright, so that can get you into there easily. And then my move will be to get to the orc. With, the far orc in that side chamber. Uh -huh. You can do that without even using your move. That's still part of that initial dash. And then all I want to do is stop him from, like, take the torch from him, whatever I need to do. Um, Tackle him and the torch into the barrels? 
Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> Propel, uh, just get it in a big, big pile together. Uh, right. Basically, like, reach out, grab him, and, like, jerk him away. So, hold on. we got to back up. You race past Elmon. You don't get hit by the orc next to you. Real? You push Rill aside. Or you push the door Rill. aside. Yeah, sorry. And there's an orc right there. You race past him. He gets an opportunity attack, misses, and you charge right at this orc, and you're trying to grab onto the arm, his torch arm? I, just his body, and oh, okay. ba- like whatever's most effectively to get him away from... You describe it. You want to grab yeah. him and pull him away from the barrels. Correct. Okay, make an yes. athletics roll. We'll do versus athletics. Real just closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys are good with athletics. Good luck. Nine. Oh! Twenty-two. He holds his ground and pushes you away. You are done. Avius. <laughs> Closed door. Um, I mean, I was kind of heading that way. I guess I still you will. You have been the cause of each one of these possible explosions. Oh, sorry. But no, I, really I haven't, haven't been, because so. I've seen those two already go in. So I'll swing around and head towards uh, Puck. All right, so you're going to run across Which the uh, bridge in the middle? Quicker. <clears throat> All right, that's a move. You can see through the open door. You're still in the middle of the octagon on the bridge. Okay. Through the open door, you can see this commander is just see him. wailing away on Puck. All right, he's going to get Firebolt. Firebolt. He's armored. Good luck. Hopefully I don't roll a one and we got his torch. <laughs> uh, no, I rolled 12. 12. You miss and impact the side of the wall. No damage. Just no fire! No fire! <laughs> Fireball! <laughs> Both you and the orc look at the ground. <laughs> uh, a long fuse. Real, you're up. Uh, real. <laughs> just had this elf just bat crazy just fly through the uh, room there. Uh, I still see the torch is lit. What is in the center of the room? Is it just... Uh, it's a bunch of piping. Big thick pipes. Piping. Piping. Uh, I walk in, sidestep. Into the corner? I want to do it you more would draw cool up to like this. If you did that. Uh, I will. Okay. I will do that. He gets one. <clears throat> and you are hit with a 17 for six points of slashing. Ah! Get your fancy. That was one. I, I get no fancy anything. Uh, one, the two, three, four, five. I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, from here, I can see the torch, the goblin, and absolutely. Everything right there. Uh, with that, I whip out a little prestidigitation. But I'm looking at the orc as I'm doing it. Just kind of, you know, it'll be fine. You don't have to make this choice, and I extinguish the torch. Okay, this torch is extinguished. <laughs> Uh, and Puck, you're up. We'll see what happens there. New round. You got this orc commander right on top of you. Punching, punching, punching. Right at me. Um. I'm gonna draw my sword. Uh, and actually, no. Because that's a bonus action, right? Sure. So as a bonus action, I'm gonna use, uh... Uh, I'm gonna rub some, rub myself down with some bombs of this in court. <laughs> ointment with Holy a pump handle. Holy cow! That's a huge one. Yeah, wolf. 57 to heal myself for 17. Wow. Which was badly needed. Um, and then I'll, uh, um, attack him with, uh, with the Eldritch Blast at disadvantage. Alright. Point blank, Eldritch Blast, you're at disadvantage, he's so close. 
Uh, natural one. All right. Eh, can't reach that far. <laughs> Blue mist tries to make its way. <laughs> um, with a huge eldritch blast, you will blast out and you hit him for damage. Roll your damage. Uh, 10 damage, uh, 15 damage. 50, you do big, huge damage, point blank. You hit him, but you kind of feel like like you're playing, like, basketball or something, and you you feel like a popping noise when you make the big play, and boom, you see you have generated somehow a spark to light up a fire of... Uh, powdery residue that is now making the flame, making its way towards these huge stacks of barrels. Okay. And you feel no capability of casting spells. Okay. The orc <clears throat> sees this. He is going to punch you three times before running out of the room because he can. <laughs> he punches you with a critical hit oh, puck. Geez. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, this just turned on you, buddy. Uh, 11 points of bludgeoning. He uh, uh, laughs weakling. 17 hits you again. Uh, that's for five bludgeoning. And hits you again with a 22 for five points of bludgeoning. And then uh, steps out. You can get an uh, opportunity attack with a shield of some sort. Got your butt kick. He throws a barrel at him. 15. 15 is a miss. He uh, steps out and yells to whoever's left alive on his team, run! And he starts bolting. No, that place is cut off. He's bolting this way, uh, the opposite direction, trying to get out of there. Bum, 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 bum. He did an action, so he can only get so far. Wow. Then the orcs get to go. There's one who was wounded by the entrance you guys came in. He takes those orders and starts running out the way you guys came in. There's another one by the side door of that room uh, Elmon and uh, Rill went into by that door. He runs out that door and is also running out the way he came. But more importantly, there's the other orc who's trapped in the corner <laughs> with a blown out torch surrounded by Elmon and behind him Rill, and the orc uh, drops the torch and doesn't even drop it offensively, doesn't drop it in any gunpowdery stuff. He gently tosses it between your legs, Elmon, and then and lo lowers his hands a little bit and is looking at you, not making any sudden movements towards you at all. And Elmon, it is your turn. And I'm, I'm assuming Elmon heard the run part. Yes. All right, uh, Elmon will, I guess, turn around. You're running everywhere. <laughs> uh, and head towards where to, to the other room. Okay. So you're sprinting back into the octagon chamber, sprinting across the bridge, sprinting into the other room where Puck yes. uh, has had his chaos. That gives the, uh, the concerned, worried orc next to you an opportunity attack, uh, which he does not take. You could <laughs> does not take. You're like, you stop him. Don't make me do this. Uh, if it's still lit afterwards, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, you go racing in. Uh, the door was closed even behind the orc. He just uh, he, he felt he he just knocked Puck unconscious. <laughs> uh, you slam open the door. You see Puck uh, crumpled into the corner, kind of shaking his head. He's alive. Is all you can tell. And you can see there is uh, a fiery trail of gunpowder heading to two huge stacks of these red barrels. That was a dash from a bonus action. Yeah. You still have a move and an action left. Yeah, so um, I'm going to, like, like it's just a trail of gunpowder. Then yep. I'll go to the other side of it and just push it away from, so that it, it interrupts the the flow. Okay. So that the flame will go out. Sure. You race over there. It's very close to it, though, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. It's not that hard, so I will give you advantage on this saving throw. There, there, there is no blue mist involved. Just putting that out there. Floating that. <coughs> Godspeed. Oh, you roll two ones. We all deserve it. 25. Okay. No, I'm sorry. 23. Oh, that goes up. <laughs> okay. And you are able to stomp it out and ex- uh, create a line. Uh, fire break, and then stomp out the fire, and it is all quiet in the small room. How much? Look at how much you covered. Yeah, that room, ran this across room, the there. whole freaking map multiple times. Oh, Rill. Yes, you are standing just about ten feet away, five feet away from this orc. I've got this. I've got this down. Okay. Uh, I look at both orcs, and no, no, one left. left. Oh, just... one left. Yeah. Uh, I look at this other orc and. Having heard the commander orc, I try to mimic his his voice and instruction. Okay. And I run. <laughs> Make an intimidation roll with advantage. Oh. A non-natural 20. He got a two. He runs like crazy. He bolts past you. You can get some opportunity attacks on him if you want. Runs past the door, runs in the octagon room. Uh, Avius, you can do something as he's running uh, around the chamber, if you want. You hear another orc in the room for some reason. But, uh, <laughs> There's another commander! <laughs> um, no, I, I just stand there. I don't know what to do. Okay. The orc runs out. Uh, Puck, Elmon, what do you guys want to do in this quiet now room that was just about to obliterate, absolutely obliterate the two of you? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna like give uh, a weak thumbs a, up, a, uh, <laughs> like a knowing like pat, and then uh, heal myself because I'm not doing great. Puck heals himself. Uh, twelve twenty-three. Elmon, you take a deep breath for a moment, no. and uh, I no round. Um, you I, not stop moving is what I you're saying. I don't acknowledge Puck. I'm now moving at a normal pace. Okay. Walk up to Avius. <laughs> uh, I will punch him in his gut. Oh! And state, we need to start moving forward with a plan. <laughs> you you know that's not going to work. Uh, Avius takes two and points you of bludgeoning my- damage. You owe me fifteen hundred gold. <laughs> um, Puck wants to go check out that that well, I guess the only explosion and, and yeah, see, and that's that's the next. See thing. what damage was done. Okay, 
You guys uh, head towards the far end of that octagon chamber where the big explosion did happen. You can uh, feel fresh air, which is not good. You can see starlight. There's uh, twisted piping. There's tons of crumbled stone. Uh, there is some of... Uh, uh, a, there is a uh, section of a uh, of grass and stuff that's fallen in here. There's nice, beautiful leaves that are trickling down. There's half of a gorgeous elven tree that has uh, fallen into place or fallen down into this mess. Um, and there's no other signs of orcs. There's no other signs of any explosives or barrels uh, other than the ones you guys have secured for the moment, time being. Um, you think that this has caught... Uh, the corner, so you guys came in a gate earlier at, at uh, Aridithil's home. This did, was a corner um, on that large wall, so maybe a 30-foot and then 30-foot section of wall. So I got a 30-foot radius overall of a giant uh, sinkhole explosion, and stuff went flying as well. Thankfully, it didn't hit the core of uh, Aridithil's home. Um would Elmon be able to get up out of there yes. this way? Okay. Yes. Um, Elmon will turn to Puck and Rill and... Um, hey, guys, look what I found. <laughs> holding a giant red barrel. Yeah. Secure this somehow, I'll be right back. And yeah. he's going to go check on um, Ridrithil's home. Okay. You go up there to check on uh, Ridrithil's home. You find uh, Glenarin still inside. The door unlocks when you go inside. She says, what was that? Tragedy narrowly averted. About twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand gold in damage. <laughs> yeah, um, this is what you do when I tell you thirty minutes ago to be very safe. <laughs> it's a safe. Well, <laughs> are we safe? We, you are safe. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, Avius! <laughs> Oops! <laughs> Who's ready for? <laughs> And we will stop there for tonight. <laughs>